Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, as we are kicking off, this is the first, um, this is the first video of podcasters. So, welcome to the network's D and D tabletop gaming, uh, soon to be live streaming Dungeon Master, Dungeons and Dragons, and all the fun stuff and whatnot that come with this game. Uh, we are jumping into and voyeur voyaging into this uh, journey of video video content and putting out our D&D campaigns and one shots and fun special events in ways and mediums that you know if we can't all get together we still want to keep going so today I am the dungeon master for you all and once again if you don't know is my it is uh, me dungeon master Anthony if you didn't see below these uh, beautiful beautiful names that are telling everyone we got some fun players in uh you guys shouldn't have heard of either of these guys yet, and I'm going to give them a moment to introduce themselves in a second, let you know what they do. And what I want to let everyone know is that during this time of COVID, please practice social distancing. Please uh, don't forget your friends, though. This is a great example of showing that, you know, you can't all get together in game, but with a little bit of effort, a little bit of work, and a little bit of tinkering around, you could do something similar to this. You don't have to make it look as clean, as cool as this may look. It can be just a simple Zoom session with everyone just talking in. Uh, you know, if you really want to figure out how to set up Discord and uh, get a, a sick overlay with Streamlabs and record it, you know, I'm sure if you reach out to us, we can connect you with someone that can try and help you through that. If not, if you just Google it, go to D&D Beyond. They have a lot of quarantine resources for people that are playing at home with tutorials on how to start into this uh, journey. So without further ado, again, I am Dungeon Master Anthony, and let me introduce our guest for today. We are doing a one-shot of uh, in a homebrew world of my creation that the people that have been listening to the previous episodes have seen a portion of the city, Rapatar, that we're in. But these two guests today have not. They are new to this, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So we have off to my side over here. Here, I don't know which way it's going to look. Uh, we have Brad. Yes. Brad is, uh, let him know, let him know who we are. What a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Brad. Uh, I'll be playing detective Isaac Hamilton today, or rather I'll be playing as detective Isaac Hamilton. Um, I'm no, I do a lot of, uh, Twitch streaming, uh, video games. I don't do a lot of, uh, I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, but this is my first time ever doing something like this. So I'm, uh, I'm super excited. Um, and I, if you want to check me out, uh, that's www.twitch.tv backslash comsnake, C-O-M-M-S-N-A-K-E. Awesome. And then uh, below us, we have Paul calling it as well. Paul, let people know uh, a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Where do you, uh, what do you put out there? Well, my name is Paul. Um, I am a lover of all things games, tabletops to digital. Um, I run a YouTube channel called uh, Yarrow Greedo is the pseudo I go by. So if you want to check it out, you can just uh, search up Yarrow Greedo. There's only one of me. That's J-A-R-L space G-R-E-E-D-O. Um, I personally run and play a lot of RTSs and things like that, Let's Plays. Um, and I run a business called Critical Terrain. And uh, what I do is I make tabletop uh, tables for war gamers, Dungeons and Dragons uh, players, and all the likes. I do the trees, the bushes, anything you want, I can make. Um, how you can contact me is just through Facebook at the moment. Um, 
So if you want to get a hold of me, uh, just search Paul Rooster Sauter, S-A-U-T-E-R, and you'll find me. Awesome. Uh, I Thank will be playing uh, Quincy Black Talon today, and I will be basically the deputy to the uh, detective. Uh, I'm pretty new to the force, and I'm just learning the ropes and uh, hoping to learn a lot from my mentor today. Awesome. Uh, now, as far as your guys, uh, real quick, for your social media and your promos and everything, just so everyone knows, after they are done uh, watching, we will make sure to uh, push that again at the end. And if you are listening to this on audio under the podcast streams at the network, BICBP-radio.com, in the info and the bio about this episode, we will make sure that there are links to both of our guests' uh, respective social media outlets to be able to follow them and support them there. All right? <clears throat> so... Without further ado, let's get into today's uh, one-shot session, and we'll see where it goes for us. Let me switch screens. You guys can see me. Uh, so a little bit of backstory about the city. I kind of uh, let Paul and Brad know about this beforehand. But for those of you tuning in for the first time, this takes place in a homebrew world of mine. Uh, world name is unnamed so far. But more specifically, we take place in the city of Rapitar, which is a great, never-ending, sleeping city that continuously grows. And as it's grown larger, I compare it to like a more of a downscale New York City, never sleeping, but not as large. Um, as it's grown larger, the corruption and power have been gaining. So, you know, this isn't the best place to live, but it's one of the busiest. And you kind of make you kind of make a name for yourself if you want to here. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what our players do. So without further ado, let me let you guys all know a dangerous time. It can be politics above in the upper districts, never caring to look down at the base of the great city. Time hasn't been so prosperous while criminal activity arises. No one cares to even make an attempt to stop it. The head families that control the power don't mind the chaos from below. You know, the more chaos that ensues, the less the law can try to come after them. Keep the law busy at the lower levels, they feel. The center of the base of this never-sleeping city is one of many groups, or stations, as we may call them. If you are unknown to this city, you could probably compare them to um, police precincts, I guess we could say. And the individuals that work at these stations do whatever they can to keep this city somewhat safer. But as we all know, it's uh, not always that easy. We zero in on station 2814. It's currently the 10th night in the row that the city of the night guard has been pulling doubles, willing or not. And we uh, focus in even further to a ch cluster chamber with about 20 or so individuals, some patched in leather armor, some in some chain mail, all branded with a uh, the mark of their station somewhere on their armor. Some have it on their shoulder pads over here. Some may have it on a helmet or on the back of their uh, gear, maybe even on their swords if it was a loner. And a lot of the people that come into this uh, station don't have a lot of funding. So you kind of bring with what you can. It's a motley crew of mixed races, of half-orcs, some dwarves, mostly human, elf, a dragonborn, maybe even a tiefling or two. Yeah, you know, the city's sort of a mixing pot. The front of the group, we have a half-orc in 
not polished and brand new leather armor, but nicer of the bunch. And his right tusk is cracked off. He's been with the station for 25 years, as Isaac has known him. This is 10th year as captain. He was made famous for a famous dragon dust bust. And since then, he's been riding the somewhat short ladder to the top of the station. And it's kind of hit his peak. His upper superiors have been on top of him to try and at least catch some criminal activity this week. There's been disappearances. There has been uh, loot that has been raided from incoming shipments to merchants. And right now, you can see him going after his force, letting them know, listen, tonight is the night. Uh, I'm, I'm tired of it. You know, every day, more and more crap happens, more and more killings. Someone else gets taken, gets kidnapped. Someone's uh, incoming supplies get snatched. They never even saw it happening. And yet no one here can find anything. Please. We would, uh, we prefer, we prefer if you guys all made an effort. I know, uh, I know you all are very busy and, you know, I'm sorry that we're having, where you guys are working so many late nights, but I don't give a shit, honestly. You're not here to have a good time. You're here to make sure the city is somewhat safe. And by my accounts, it's out there. Now, uh, that's basically all I have to say. Get out of here. Go get to work. And Isaac, uh, we have a mother here that wants to speak to you of a woman, of a, a daughter that was, that was taken. She doesn't know where her daughter went. As well as your new partner uh, over here. You see this, uh, Isaac, you see this half-orc the very top. Uh, his name is, uh, sorry, I didn't say it before, Captain, Captain William Silversmith. And he kind of points off to the corner, and he's, as, a, as the room starts to, un, to unload, you are uh, kind of assume that he wants to speak to you. And he has a, uh, a younger human off to his side. I'm sorry. They just stepped in the in the room. It's all good. The younger human would uh look about in the range between twenty three to twenty six. Uh he would have a buzz cut with a long beard. Um he'd be wearing scale mail armor, um, not in the best of shape but uh, still battle-ready, and it looks battle-tested. Um, his insignia would be on the left breastplate of his male, and uh, he has a flail hanging at his side, uh, along with the shield on his back that also has the insignia of the precinct on it. And uh, thank you. I was, I was going to get there. I was trying to find a way to work that to describe your character. And uh, you, you see this half-orcs kind of... Quincy, Quincy, I, uh, I, I know you're, I know you're new to this, to this station, and it may not be as polished as some of the other upper ones, but we appreciate you, uh, taking one for the team from your, from your old troop. You know, hopefully, you can learn a little bit of, a uh, little bit, a little bit from my, from Isaac, and hopefully, you guys will be okay with partners for now. Well, I'm just here to get the job done. I think I think we'll be able to do it. 
Isaac, uh, I don't know if you want to introduce or kind of describe what you're looking like, what you're wearing as you come walking up to meet Quincy and the captain. Yeah. So uh, Isaac kind of walks up uh, very like nonchalantly, and he's kind of like in a in like a like a duster, but not like it's not a long duster though. So it it goes down to like maybe like his knees, and it's it's definitely uh I I got you can tell that I take care of it, but it is old, and my insignia is like a typical. Like it's it's right it's kind of over my heart, like on hanging off my hanging off like you can see that it's been pinned and kind of like it's tearing from where it's been pinned a little bit, showing its age, and uh, definitely he's he's kind of like kind kind of like the way I look now like just like hairstyle like it's it's very like pushed off to the side, it's not long and he's he's uh he's got a a nice light beard. And he's just very, very cool coming up to you. Like, hey, as Quint- you uh, <laughs> as you come walking up, uh, he kind of this this half orc. He kind of just claps you on the shoulder, like, yeah. So this is Quincy, Quincy Isaac. Uh, you guys will be part partners at least for now until you know old man over here calls it quits. Says he's uh, just about done here. Who knows? I think we can get a few more days out of them. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe, Captain. Maybe. We'll see. We will see. I'm looking on uh, taking your position, maybe. Uh, you, you try all you want. You try all you want. You got to get rid of me first. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll get that commissioner job, eh? We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Where did and, you find uh, this guy? He uh, came over from Station uh, 1414. Over in the uh, middle district. Station 1414? Isn't that the station that just had that incident last week? With the the spill? You know, we try to keep that contained information, but yes, it happens. And, um... Well, I sure hope that... I sure hope you weren't one of them that that was involved in it. (laughs) No, and then you kind of see a really grotesque burn on the side of his left face, like being covered up by his beard, but it's like patchy. It had nothing, nothing to do with me at all. Oh man. Well, I'm happy that it had nothing to do with you, <laughs> Isaac. Uh, the mother. This it was a uh, it's a half elf woman. Her daughter was taken. She said she went to go hang out with friends, but she was inconsolable right before the debriefing, and she's over in a room, over in the cross-examination room, and uh, you know about this room. It's it's kind of where they bring in some suspects and just any any really parent that really wants to, you know, if you come in and report, report something, you kind of talk in the open to whoever's there, but for those steep cases that either need to be detained or are unconsolable, they kind of station them away to, until they can kind of break down, so... She's been waiting during this entire debriefing now, and all right, I'll head to the conference room in a minute. Is she? Is I mean, is she okay there for a minute? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, Jones is watching some... the door. Jones is at the door. Coffee. He's watching. Oh, okay. Oh, is she a flight risk or something? No, no. We just don't want anyone coming in after her. Her memory was very hazy, so we don't know what happened exactly. Okay. All right. I'm on it. 
I'm on it, boss. Quincy, are you ready? We're going to take uh, our first... Six. It sounds like we're going to be getting our first case. Your first case. Yes, sir. After you, detective. And uh, Quincy will, like, uh, extend his hand to shake Isaac's hand in I... the new meeting. Isaac, six, six. I stick my hand out. And I and I grasp your hand firmly, <laughs> and I'm gonna shake it a couple times, but I'm not gonna be the one that lets go. I'm not letting go, so. I'm gonna keep <laughs> so shaking. there's an awkward moment between us where we're just holding on, and then uh, I break away, and I'm like, okay, well maybe uh, maybe you should lead the way. I'm new around here. I don't know where any. Of oh no, that's okay. The, yeah, the the conference room is just right over here. But we're gonna pass the the good old. Uh, the water and fountain first. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm a little thirsty after that. After that speech that the captain gave, got a, yeah, I gotta, pretty, I gotta pretty wash right. it all down. It was very, uh, it was brutal. I, I, was. So I, I can't. Sometimes I just, I, it's hard for me not to take it to heart. It's almost like he's coming at me, telling me like I'm, you know, telling me like I'm not doing a good job. And I'm telling you I'm only. Like, you only can do what you can in a city like this, you know? Listen, that's not that's not the way. that That's not – we're going to change that attitude, Quincy. All well, right? I sure hope so. Yeah, because there's a lot that's in our power that we can do that we're going to – and we're going to make – I've made a small difference, and hopefully I will make a bigger difference in the future. And, and Quincy, I can tell that, that you are going to be you, – you might – you're going to make a story for yourself, Quincy. Don't you worry. Well, I've heard a lot of stories about you and what you've done. So if I can fill your shoes, sounds like a good plan to me. All right, good. Let's get off to this watering fountain then. So you, guys head o- <laughs> you guys head over to the watering fountain. Uh, before heading over to the cross-examination room, we'll just call it. Do you have anything, any purpose or anything uh, that you're doing on the way or that you wish to do until then? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just – so I'm grabbing myself. I'm grabbing myself a cup of water. And then I'm gonna also grab a cup of water for for uh, um, the half elf in the, uh, nice. in the uh, conference room. I'd grab a cup of water for myself, and um, I'll take a small notepad out from uh, you know one of my pants pockets and a little quill and feather to um, try to write down any information this half elf can give us. All right. So you walk up into the so you walk up and uh Johnson's at, he's at the door and he's like Hey yeah, uh, she's in there. Crying finally stopped, but be careful how far you press. We barely asked her what happened and it was just nonstop tears. And you just walked out of there, Johnson. Well we got her the ladies down, while the but... ladies crying, you walked out of there? Listen. I'm not good. I'm not good when they start to cry. I'm not. That's not me. I just happen to show up late and, you know, last one in had to watch over and stop crying. But she kept rambling on that. I don't know. She doesn't remember what happened. She doesn't remember. And pff, you guys better find out why. She didn't say nothing. She just cried, man. No, she was just crying. She was saying her daughter, her daughter. Okay. And then she, I don't know. I'd go in there and talk to her if I were you. I'm, oh, definitely, yeah. All right, well. And, I, yeah, I walk in and I'm like, hello, miss. My name oh. is my name is Detective 
Detective Isaac Hamilton. How are you today? Uh, and you see, just kind of perk up and just kind of look at you, a feast. The sullen, sunken face. This that, as if she just, as if she thinks that her daughter is dead already, and there's been no proof at all. It's just she looks like she's seen death. Her, uh, what you would assume would be very lively, red, curly, bushy hair is muted and dull, and her eyes are just sunken in, just paint, just palefully, just staring down. I, 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 she went to with friends. She went with friends. She went with friends. And, uh, you're told that her name is Mary Dustpast. And she looks up like, hi, I, who are you? I'm 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 Detective Isaac Hamilton, and this is my partner here, Quincy Black Blackthorn. I'm, I'm sorry, Black Talon. Uh, I would look up from the notepad that uh, he was writing in, and I would just give her a nod and a uh, condolent smile, hey, and I ask hey. her, how, "How are you, man?" It's oh, it's it's been hazy the past two days. I just oh, we were at the market, and then earlier. I was talking to my daughter, and I just, I don't know where she went. She said goodbye, and then at some point I realized I didn't know why she was saying goodbye, and she was gone. Oh, that's, it, it, listen, listen, Mary, it's okay, it's okay. I'm here to help you. We're going to get you through this, okay? I just need to, <laughs> I just got to, I just got to get a couple, couple things. I just got to figure out a couple things from you, and then, uh. And then me, me and Quincy here, we're we're gonna actually head right out and see what we can do and and uh, see if we can retrace the steps of, of you know what your what you uh, what information you have for us. Um, I guess uh, the first thing I just, you said that you stopped at the uh, at the market. Do you remember uh, which one? We are down at the the Rose Quartz Market. It's down in the and you know this. The Rose Quartz Market is. Uh, each tier of class, I guess you would say, has its own distinct place of commerce, and the rose quartz would be for the uh, the floor lay the floor level. This is be basically this is like you know your general goods store where uh, where you would be active. Like and the way I built it and the way I see it is, um, do you ever see like those fish markets where it's just huge, like an open giant courtyard of just rows up and down. Yeah, like uh, like a bazaar almost. Yes, very bizarreish. So it's like a very it's like a very bizarre where lots of tents and it's it's not just a couple shops. Like this is this is the mass area, and we we were in the the Rose Quartz Market and she was talking with friends and and I, I told her let's go and we we went home oh, after okay. that and all right. Where do you remember um where like what stall? I mean, you you were at at the uh, rose quartz. We were we were at um w- Wendy's magnificent magnificent things. I was looking for a, a a trinket for her birthday coming up soon, but all she kept talking about was a concert, and I she never brought up a concert before, and we didn't end up buying anything because she said that she knew what she wanted instead. Did did she happen to uh, mention the uh, the name of the show that she was planning on seeing? No, no, just that she was going to be going with friends. Okay. Um, and how old is your daughter? 
Um, her daughter is, let me see, do I have it listed here? <laughs> um, uh, she is a half elf, so I guess just to, to human years, you'd say she'd be equivalent of like a 17 year old, 18 year old in half elf, like in a half elf. Mature, so, maturity wise, or maturity like... wise, yeah. So, maturity wise, she'd be like a she is like a late teenager, it's so like 17, 18 year old teenager, okay. So like, like, so like 50 years old. 80 something. So yeah. 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 Very young. Very. And she, um, her name is Lily. L- L- Lily is her name. Oh. And you can see with her eyes since she opens up and she says that she hasn't spoken the name at all for the day. And it just was kind of like something triggered and she remembered like the name. Like it just came forth to her. Um, And, and she just goes, she's got these big chipmunk cheeks just like mine and if you look at her maybe if she was smiling you could see them but her face looks like i guess for comparison to you guys it'd be kind of like the scream painting where it's just it's just sunken down there is no cheeks in this woman's face um big red hair curly very very curly and big cheeks and she's always laughing and always yeah, laughing. she mentioned a concert Okay, concert, okay. and she didn't mention any any names of the concert. No, no, she she was never one to go to shows. Um, I mean, she's we 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 listen to music at home, and there's famous tales of bards playing shows and that we'd want to see, but she never expressed interest, especially with, uh, with groups of friends. She you know... preferred to stay home and study to herself. Do you know any of her friends' names that she may have went with? No, and let me see real quick. Hold on. Let's see. You see her actually start to break down and uh she starts to she starts to cry a little bit more. And you start to see start to see tears falling. Like not a full breakdown yet, but it starts to stream and um she starts uh saying she doesn't remember anything. She just remembers a friend, her daughter, mentioning her friend's cool tattoo. Quincy would go back to his notepad and, and write uh, notes down as he tries not to make eye contact with her. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna like kind of lean over to Quincy and be like, "Hey, listen, uh, just step outside the door for just a second. All right, I'm just gonna let me just one, one, one real quick." So uh, Quincy would uh, bow to the woman and turn around and exit and wait outside of, um, like, examination area. I'll let you know. When you go to bow, she doesn't even acknowledge you. She's just in her – she's just kind of lost. And the crying kind of subsided, but now she's just kind of very stoic again, just kind of staring down at the table like – a concert and ta- 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 tattoo and I, oh, okay. I can't remember. Can't that's remember. Okay. That's okay, Someone's Mary. eyes or That's okay, Mary. You don't it's so I you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna you know press you too hard. We don't wanna press you too hard here and, and, and upset you any more than you you know you are. Uh I you know, I just wanna ask you just a couple more things just to just to confirm, you know, that we have the right information that you you know and so we know you know that we're looking for the what what uh what you need us to look for. Um so I'm right now, you know, we're looking for your daughter, Lily. Uh, she, you guys were at the Wendy's Magnificent, 
um, Emporium at the Rose Quartz. Mm-hmm. And um, so last that you saw her, or last that you, the main, like, the main thing there was she met up, she, or she was talking to a bunch of friends about a concert and then saw something, saw, you, did you see the tattoo or she said something about a tattoo? She mentioned a tattoo is these lines on, on, on the neck that they almost were like a, they were different and she wanted, she wanted tattoos like that and she never mentioned that and she never was it for tattoos or going out or anything like this. So now have you seen these, you've, you've seen these kids with her before, like what for school and stuff or no, are these new? I didn't get a good look at the whole group. I I think there was only one or two of them at the time. And, and they were, they were wearing almost like, like black cloaks and let's see. They were just wearing like black cloaks, and I, I don't know. I didn't get to see anyone's faces. Okay, that's I, that's not, and that's not a problem at all. Because what we're gonna do, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna look and we're gonna see if we can find these people. Um, just so I've got, we've got that from what happened there. But so now you said that you guys went home, and then that's kind of where you're starting to, you know, things are starting to become hazy, correct? Yeah, you, we. Do you remember eating anything, drinking anything? We we had dinner like normal. I I think I maybe had a little bit of wine, but that's that's nothing unusual. It, it tasted a little weird, but I uh, yeah, we, we went to bed and we woke up and her father went to work for the day. I went to work. We came back and she came in, hugged me. Someone came to the door, and then I remember not knowing where she went or that she even left. Okay. And so, if we swing by later, can we? Do you get? Do you still have some of that wine left? Yeah, I should have it. We, it was a brand new bottle. Okay. Don't. So here's. I don't want you to drink any more of that. All right. And it's not that you know. I'm not saying you're. you're uh, getting drunk or anything. I just want to I want to uh, go ahead and test that for you. Starts crying. She just starts, <laughs> to, she just starts to cry. The minute the idea that even thought that it possibly oh. could be her being drunk just she just broke down. Listen, She's starting to cry more. Listen, Mary, Mary, Mary. It's 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 okay, Mary. I we're we've got this under control. We're going to solve this for you. We're going to find Lily, all right? Can you make a persuasion check? Quincy's eyes are just like outside the room. He hears her crying. They're just like this big. <laughs> she like breaks down. Oh yeah, she, she's crying. Lie. What? What is it? Oh, it's a one. No, it's a three. <laughs> Plus two, five. You, oh my god. She she starts crying and it's like, <laughs> it, it starts to slow down. And she's trying to catch her breath, but. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she just kind of just gets lost in her own self again. Um, if you did want to stop by her house, you were given um, you you were given the her address. If you if you wish to stop by, you you know where she lives. Um, Listen, Mary, and what I'm gonna what what we're gonna do, okay? Because I don't want to bother you any more than we already are. All right, Johnny. I I know you know him. He's out there. He's he's very strong. 
and I'm going to have him go ahead and, and take you and escort you home, okay? Um, if that's all right with you. And uh, so I just want you to, you know, just just know we we're on we're on the case. We got this. Is there anything that you any questions that you have for for me or or uh, Deputy Quincy? Uh, no further questions. Just please say my girl. And you, you just see you're just she's a broken mother right now. All right. No, she's. Just- she she doesn't want to think about her daughter being dead, but it's a known thing that people go missing in the city, and it's so large that anything can happen. So, Johnny, I call Johnny. Yeah, in. yeah. Johnny, yeah, I, comes... I need you to I need you to take uh take Miss Mary uh dust pass here back to her residence. Can you handle that? I can do that. I can do that. Uh, and you see him kind of walk over and kind of console her a little bit more gentler this time. Uh. You, whether he was able to finally have a coffee or get something to kind of wake himself up, it's he's still kind of stoned, kind of like rough, rough uh, skinned, but he's attempting to be more I look cordial. At, like, all right, I look at him. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. About earlier. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one's trying to be, no one's trying to be a dick, but you know. But listen, you need to shut up. <laughs> no, <Yeah. just> <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> uh, all right, Quincy. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna real, real quick. I'm just gonna break the wall and let everyone know. I'm gonna attempt to do voices for different characters, but if I break voices, I'm sorry. So, new DM here. Don't worry <laughs> uh, about it. Jump back into this. So, what would you like to do from here? You have the station. You can kind of ask around a little bit if you want. You you sort of may have your own hunches, possibly. Um, you could go to the, you can go to the mother's house. You can go down to the market. City's yours, man. Well. Uh, Quincy, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that you were listening to the door. Yeah, uh, have you exited the room? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm talking to you straight. Okay, like, <laughs> so, I just need to know, like, that we're just in the same hallway. Then, is, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I uh, I turn over like the notepad and show them what I had like written down, and it shows like you know the Rose Quartz Market, the Wendy's magnificent things, concert uh, tattoos on the neck, lines. Daughter Lily uh, appears to be around seventeen, half elf. Um, mother looked hazy and out of it. Make I sure got... you don't put that in the official report, okay? Because I don't want Absolutely. anybody thinking that she's a drunk. No, no, no. That I, I didn't. No. no. All right, we won't say that. But otherwise, Quincy, top-notch note-taking. You're gonna. You're definitely gonna uh, be a detective. Man, that's good. Quincy nods his head like in approval, like he likes the praise. Uh, thank you, thank you, Isaac. Well, I think uh, you think that you'd be able to head to uh, the Rose Courts over to Wendy's Magnificent Emporium. I'm gonna swing by Mary's, pick up that wine bottle, and then drop it off at the lab, and see if they can if the uh, See if Tommy over there can decipher, you know, what's in there. And then I'll meet uh, you at Wendy's. And So don't, like, if you, can you handle it, Quincy? I can, I'm more than capable. I'll be able to make it down there. All right. And then you got your horn in case you got, in case uh, anything happens, right? Because 
I don't usually like to split. If you if you're not comfortable splitting up. No, no, I I can handle myself. I kind of like uh twist to my side and show them that the horn is like fastened by uh, utility pouch belt. I like it. Okay. Um, I'll I'll be all right. This is uh. I call her Missy, and I, I pat the flail that's, like, hanging off my hill. And uh, I said, Missy got me out of a lot of trouble. I'll be all right. Oh. <laughs> that Missy looks like a fine lass. Oh, she is. <laughs> I'll tell you that one. So I'll meet you at uh, at Wendy's then, all right? All right. That sounds good. All right. So uh, I go to uh, extend my hand to shake it with Isaac one more time before departing out towards... Um, you know, I, the exit of the precinct and I shake I, I extend my hand as well and grasp his and shake. And once we're again gonna, uh... I do not let go. <laughs> I was trying to walk towards the door but I'm still like attached. Alright. Yeah. See yeah, see you. See you soon. See ya. See. I will say, um <clears throat> what's your passive perceptions? Do you guys know offhand? Uh, passive perception should be mine is I have written it into uh roll 20 for right now. Oh. My passive perception is 17. So you see a dragonborn just staring at you both very awkwardly as you're both trying to like not let go of the handshake, and he kind of has a chuckle, like <laughs> even makes a little bit of fire. I try to ignore him and act like I didn't see that and I'm not embarrassed. I know this Dragonborn, right? Yeah, yeah, you do. Sorry, what's I don't know name? whether or not you've noticed <laughs> or watched him, but he's like... <laughs> hey, leave, he, leave he, him alone. He knows your right? quirks. He's, leave him alone, all right? All right this, guy, this one's all mine. <laughs> Fresh beat. <laughs> <laughs> he he kind of has a <laughs> voice uh, like the dude from Waterboy. <laughs> <laughs> who you got. How, how's the missus uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't understand him it's just more of like you get his you get it to, he's doing pretty good he's tired he's he's done a triple and uh he hasn't he hasn't been home in like a day or so so he's tired listen man how um, about you go home and get some rest right i'll i got i'll cover you for the captain I was you tell the missus i said hi and next time i come over I want some of that crab ragu. Uh, make a persuasion check. Go for it. Goddamn persuasion check. Don't fuck with this stuff. Please tell me your charisma is not your dump stat too. Twelve. Okay. You see him actually kind of like come over, shake your hand, and be like, <clears throat> and you see him actually head out and just click it, and the captain just kind of looks over at you and just like. Shakes his head and just puts his hand onto his head, like ah, oh. like he's used to this. Like this is the whole, <laughs> this is the shit show of his force. And he's just like, oh, Don't worry, Captain. I'm on it. I'm on the job. You better get someone tonight. If he's not here, you better get someone. Sorry, I've uh, I've headed out the door. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, who is heading to uh, Misty's house? Wait, who's Misty? Or, I'm sorry, not Mary. Misty. Mary. It's, Mary. It's, Who's heading to Mary's house? It's me, Isaac. All right, Isaac. So uh, we're going to jump in with you first, okay? Okay. Um, so you head on out. Uh, they they give you the – you you were told to her uh, address, and you know Johnson is headed up, up the way, and um, you start making your way. I'd say um, roll a 
I'll say survival check with proficiency with advantage. And if you're able to, I'd say because you are proficient, like this is your city, it's a familiar area, add your proficiency bonus into it to see how fast you can get there. Uh, so I have a uh, 24. And you beat them to the house. Oh, shoot. All right, well yeah, then, like you... I mean, because I was going to, I wanted to actually, before I even like approach the house, oh. I wanted, so I'm going to uh, kind of like, like just find a corner just to like or like a wall to lean on that's like in the sh in a shadow somewhere and just kind of observe their residence and like okay. and people that are walking past if you know anything like looking for anything that doesn't seem like a normal pedestrian walking past or anything like that okay and i'm gonna um... wait until they arrive and maybe like 10 or 20 minutes after they arrive then i'll come to their so make a make a perception check nothing unusual it's very it's a i guess it would be a it's that this residence is kind of in a not a rural rural it was it's more of like the suburbs kind of like in between the lower and upper district it's kind of a you know 20 minutes from the market it's a nicer area there's not so much uh like gangs or cults or any bands of kids messing around or loitering in the area. It's a it's a clean cut area. So you kind of there's it's a very dead and kind of barren street. There's like the occasional tiefling child walking up and down holding hands with their parents and they walk into their house or you see uh another elf uh couple walking down. They look like they're in their early twenties. They're kind of holding hand in hand, walking down, just kind of talking about um I mean, how, how close out to the street are you? Um, well, I guess I'd be, like, probably trying to think of, like... Like, would you be more of, like, on the street corner, like, sunken in the, by, by, like, a building? Or are you trying to, like, hide more or less behind trees in, a, like, a yard? Are you trying to keep hidden? I guess, like, I'm just, I'm not, like, necessarily trying to stay hidden as much okay. as I'm trying to, like... Blend in? Yeah, and notice things that aren't, like, notice anything just that's not ordinary of, or, or of how, you know, because obviously I'm going to, I'm going to mm -hmm. know, like, if somebody is, is yeah. uh, possibly su acting suspect. Yeah, and you're looking with the ten. Unfortunately, you don't really see anything that looks suspecty. Like I said, you just see casual casual players walking by, or not players, casual <laughs> uh, civilians walking by. A little bit of a rate mixes of a couple of different, uh, like a dragon boar walk by. You see a tiefling, half elf. It's a it's a mix okay. mismatch, but I'd say with a per. Uh, what's your passive perception? Uh I have no idea. Or just give give me your uh, passive is um it depends if you're proficient in it but I think it's your wisdom modifier uh eight plus your wisdom modifier eleven then I think eleven um I'd say even with that you hear the couple mentioned past you they start talking about uh you hear the the, the guy go the the male figure going like do you want to go to the show it, it's going on tomorrow night we can go I st I still got it in we can get tickets. 
And then she kind of looks over and is like, I don't know. I've never seen them before. And you hear them say, Into the Fae is playing. You you know you love them. Aren't you friends with them? Yes. Well, we used to be. And they just kind of keep walking by. And you can tell that they're talking about a concert of sorts. And that's really it. Um, I'd say after waiting for about 15 minutes, just because you really you really kind of just, you know the in and outs and the nooks and crannies of this city that winding, you kind of showed up, a, I'd say you got like a 15-minute lead ending up on Johnson and Mary. So you soon see Johnson and Mary kind of walk up to the house and he, he walks in the house and you kind of see him look around at the front door kind of first looking in and um, – as he as he kind of opens the door to look in, you see another elf. You you see a full elf. And you can see his ears distinctly pointy now. Come walking out and going and bring to hug Mary into him and kind of like console her. Shakes the man of Johnson and you see Johnson kind of walk off and uh, head back to the station. Let's say okay. I'm, I'm gonna like see ya. Wait. Not off. Hopefully, I don't know if he sees me or not, but I'm just gonna be like, mm. he saw you with a high enough perception. He kind of looks over and's like, he doesn't make notice to you, but he no notice, notice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We both we both acknowledge each other without being obvious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Then, um, I guess. So I mean, I just obviously I'm, I'm John in my notepad, and uh, I guess I'm just gonna I'm gonna walk up uh, in a couple minutes. Yeah. So I guess we'll just walk say up. a couple minutes go by and boom. Uh. So yeah, I'm just gonna. Uh-huh. You uh the the door you hear a woman crying and a man enters or opens the door. <clears throat> Hi, um, can I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a detective, detective Isaac Hamilton. I'm here. Uh, I I told your wife, I believe, Mary. Yes, yeah. yes. I told um, her I'd be stopping by to uh, uh grab the wine. the wine. Yes, right. Yes, and uh, you see him. He, he kind of a husper, wish, whispered hush tone, like, I am, uh, excuse my wife. She is, she's really shaken. If, if you don't mind, no more questions for her tonight. Just, she needs to relax. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't. I just... And he kind of already has the wine off to like a little counter table. And you see him put on this like kind of set of gloves as he's like scared to kind of touch it because he has no, like, he doesn't know what happened and he just kind of hands <laughs> it over to him. you. <laughs> like, you, you you have like you. Thank you. you don't, I, you I grab it. I grab it? it without gloves and I put it inside in the inside pocket of my duster. Sure, sure. Thank Here, you. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, but I missed your name. Thompson. Thompson. Thompson um. What's his name? Dust past. Tom Thompson Dust Pass. Okay. Uh, um. I mean, I I under, I completely understand that you don't want me to ask your wife any more questions, but mm-hmm. um, I wasn't able to. Is there anything that any information that you might be able to give me? Because so I right now we have a gap in between your wife and your daughter at the uh, at Wendy's uh, magnificent emporium at the Rose Court. Uh, she said that you guys uh, went to work and then you guys came back and then she she was acting weird and yeah um she you know what now you say it from last night she wouldn't look at me in the eyes last night neither of them and when every time I tried to talk to them they kind of they just kind of avoided avoided talking to me 
I thought it was just them being weird and you know how fathers and daughters are. Your wife as well? <clears throat> she was, yeah, she, she wouldn't look at me either. That's the one that really catches me off. At first I thought maybe my daughter, it was just, you know how, you know how it is with a kid. I don't know. Some one, one day you're happy. One day you're the favorite person. The next day they you're mad at you for something you didn't even do. Um, she was complaining about wanting to go to a concert this morning and I said no. And then I was going to talk to her mother about it. And her mother was sleeping this morning before I left for work. So I, I couldn't speak to her yet. I was going to talk to her tonight. I came home and both of them are gone. You know, I, I just, I just saw them uh, come back and, you know, Mary told me a little bit of what, what she remembers, but I don't know. Wait, they were both gone. Yeah, so this so the idea that he he came back from work for the day and that's when the and that's when the mother had gone to the police station. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I was so like, he came home and both of them were gone. Else, like, she the then plot. comes home and he's like, "Oh, my daughter's also missing. Let me calm them down. The police are going to are going to help us." Okay, okay, okay. Good. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I was like the plot is thickening. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not expanding that plot <laughs> there. <laughs> this, okay. this is you. And Okay, so do you now, like, when they got home from uh, Wendy's Magnificent Emporium, were they were they acting normal at that point? Was it a certain point in the night that they started acting differently, or was it immediately when, like, as soon as you saw them? There's these spurts of personality change maybe but i didn't know if it was just it was my daughter she she was acting weird but like i said i thought it was possibly a tantrum of she wanted something and i said no my wife she just she seemed hazy and i thought maybe it was the wine just for now but she's never been affected by any alcohol that tolerance like that this was something simple i thought Okay. Well, what here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take this this wine over to the lab. And we're gonna get it analyzed. Um, any information that that uh, uh, Quincy and I Quincy's my partner. I don't know if your wife told you, told you about him. Uh, no, she didn't. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever whatever we're able to dig up, we're gonna we're gonna bring it to you guys. And we're gonna let you know what we find. Uh, do you have any questions for me? Thomas, Thompson. just, Sorry. just please let me know anything I can do to help. I, uh, I, I've never, you, you living in the city, you hear fears of people being kidnapped and children being taken, but you, you never think it'll happen yourself. And been here for 300 years and I've never had this happen to anyone that I know. So I, this is, this is new to me. Um, I'm, I'm a simple, I'm a simple, uh, metalsmith. I, I make, weapons and there's no reason that anyone would take her for any reason for for any gain from us i mean we we live a moderate life and we have nothing to give i don't know where this could be from okay well i will as, as any information i have i'll bring it i'll bring it back to you but i just need you to keep an eye on your wife and if anything changes i need you to report to report to the constable immediately Please, please, thank you. I, I will. I will. 
Okay. And he, he, he's shaking your hand very, very generously, very, very uh, fervently, but like with, with reassuring, like it's slowly, he's trying not to break in front of his wife and yeah. he's trying to keep a stable mind. Yeah. Um, you're assuming that tomorrow it's going to be a different case for him, but right now he's in shock. I pat him on the shoulder, and I promptly let go of his hand to keep right. it normal. All right. So and then, I, and then uh, I, I start heading on my way to uh, all right rose quartz. Um, you're you're gonna go straight to the rose quartz. Uh, oh, oh, I mean, I'm gonna deliver. Yeah, I'm gonna deliver the wine. Sorry. Okay, no, you're Sorry. gonna drop it off, and then yeah. That? All right, cool. Um, just real quick, I mean, uh. Just to know what we can do in here is, uh, do you mean have any extensive conversations? Are you just doing a quick drop off? Um, I mean, I guess it's it's really up up to you at that point. All right. Well, let's uh let's jump over to Paul. Yeah. Let's jump over to Quincy. Quincy, uh, you head out and start making your way down to the Rose Court District, and um, along the way, let me make a let me see something here. Along the way, you end up seeing uh a a group of kids walking by you and they look like they're just in human comparison. It looks like a mixed match of like some couple human, uh, young punks. They look like punk rocker, little like skater punks. If they were that D and D comparison. And, uh, one of them actually just spits on the ground in front of you and just, <clears throat> and just kind of gives you like a scoffing mark as they walk by. And uh, you make your way down to the Rose Court, the war, the Rose Court's market district. Um, as you enter in, it's a it's a very lively bazaar. Uh, bazaar. It's full of shops, and you hear a lot of some animal squawking, and you hear people shouting and ordering for you. Hear, you hear a butcher calling out for uh, if anyone wants fresh meats, any fresh cuts. You hear a woman just laughing and joking. You hear a um, a beautiful voice, actually. It's a you're you hear a a um a male of a, a masculine a male voice singing some beautiful tunes, and it just kind of draws your attention. You see this little um halfling that is in these really nice purple and orange looking robes, and he's stringing a uh, you I guess you'd be a, a guitar, and he's singing, and, and like kind of like in the center of the square of the entrance to the market. Uh, would there be like an audience around him? There's a couple people. It's kind of like a street performer, so like, um, it's it's a busy it's busy. So the audience, it you see the crowd in front of him kind of varies between five people to ten people to maybe just two people. One person walks by and you see him handle uh, drop gently place like a copper. One person drops a little silver, some coppers in it. You hear um. A really nice dressed uh, dragonborn in like a, a suit, more or less, like really nice, clean cut uh, blue crystal robes. Robes uh, with this, uh, it's a black, it's a black scale dragonborn with this like really nice, proper blue uh, uniform. Kind of bend over and just place a nice gold piece, and kind of does like a nice bow. And you hear him like, oh, th- thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Any- anything in sp- particular. And you just see him just shake his head and just, for you. And he walks on. Um, you hear him just kind of like mention praise be. And just kind of a little bit in a, little bit in a tone. And that's that. 
Well, I'm going to wait for him to finish his performance before I approach him. Okay. Uh, so, like, when a song ends before another one starts. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, um, in about two minutes, you just, you're just kind of waiting there and waiting. And as a crowd starts to die off, you kind of see him be like, all right, folks, and uh, give me give me about till this drink is done. And he kind of holds up a little flagon as he pours it in. And I'll be back. And he kind of sits down uh, a little bit to his back. He's kind of closes his little chest where he has a bunch of little change and coins and kind of sits on it and just starts drinking and having fun. And, you know, you see him pull a little sandwich of something or a little something and starts eating up some meat. Uh, so, yeah, I approach him and, uh, you know, I greet him. I say, uh, what's the time of day? Would you say it's morning? No, it's actually nighttime. So I didn't say that. Uh, you guys are the night guard. This is uh, this shift okay. kicked off at about eight eight p.m. in human Earth hours. Okay, so how long would it have taken me to get to the uh, bazaar here? Mm. Are you familiar with the lower district, or or did you come up from the upper? Like, are well, are you from the lower? Would you would, say where was the last precinct that I was in? You were up in the middle. You were you were kind of uh, one or two, like kind of like quality classes up i would say my character doesn't come from wealth so i would say he would probably um would be living around these quarters yeah so then so. um i'd say you're familiar with it that's, that's a very simple it, the bizarre the czar is very uh very easily accessible kind of like all routes of the city end up leading to it one way or another kind of like um uh you know like like every, it's kind of like the main center like cross section so I think you get there in about like twenty minutes. It, okay. It's like a short walk. All right. I just needed to know if how if I uh, how much time I was losing if I wasn't gonna meet my partner in time or not. But mm-hmm. so I greet the bard. Um, you know, I say hello, uh, sir. That was a very nice performance you've had. Um, I offer him a gold coin for it. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um. You see him go to. Would you like? Would you like a drink? And he goes to pull and pulls a wine stopper out and goes to fill a second glass for you. As he goes, I, and hands uh, it over. I stop him. I say, No, no, I don't need. Ah. A, I don't need a drink. It's my. Ah. I, I understand. He just instantly just swigs it himself. I. Uh, I just was hoping you could answer some questions for me. Is all. Yes, yes, Teddy O at your service. How can I help you? What, what song would you like sang? Uh, it's not a song in particular. I, uh, I just had some questions about maybe some concerts happening in the area soon. Concerts happening in the area soon. Ah, and I put on a show every single day here. Uh, are you, I would, uh, would he, would Quincy be able to pick up that he has very nice clothes? Like he'd be someone of importance, someone who is like greatly followed. Make an insight check. Alrighty. Just hit. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> right off the bat. Wait. Natural 20? Oh, hell yeah. Alright. Very All right. nice. So, so yeah. With my um, insight, that is um, 25. And I think I actually picked up a keen mind. So that would be a 30. So, so, uh, you actually do notice that it's not the best of clothes, but he's not poor. 
He looks fairly well off for a street performer. He probably has a house or a home of his own that he does uh, stay at. It, it doesn't look like he's been living in these clothing, especially with some like different vibrant colors too. You don't know whether or not it's by choice or by um, for showmanship, more or less to just be colorful and gesturful in nature. But he doesn't look poor off. Doesn't look that bad. You do see that on his uh, on like one of his shoulders. You see uh, like a a couple patches of other bands and other musical groups that have like names, kind of like almost like you know you collect band patches. And he right. actually even has like these little like pins, we'll say, on the other part of the uh of the jacket, just kind of like one two, just kind of scattered. Right. Uh, you know. Uh, you put on a great performance. Uh, there's no arguing that, but, um, you know. Thank you, thank I, you. He had a hat, dips a little bit. He's very, very flourishful, very full of himself. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Everyone loves Teddy O. You know, I, I don't disagree with that, but I was just hoping if you could uh, give me some information on some uh, bigger concerts happening in the area. Bigger concerts? Yeah, in like, the area? Um, yeah, some hmm. something like um, a lot of people would go and attend something um, that would be very, you know, uh, Quincy points to like the patches on his jacket. Ah, uh, you know. something fun. Hmm. Let's see, happening right around now. Into you the face. Into the Fay is supposed to play. They're a they're a local group, and if I recall. Let's see. I think they're going to be opening up for a newer band coming through at Oh, crap. I don't I can't remember where it was. I don't remember where they're playing. But into the Fay. They're they're actually a pretty good band. They are uh, they're playing tomorrow night, if I recall. I just can't remember the place. I can't remember the place. Yeah. No. That's all right if you don't remember the place, but into the fade. They sound. I uh, I will definitely take a look into them and see if uh, see if I like them. It sounds like you like them a lot, so they're not bad. I would uh, I'd say they are a poppy folk band, if you would call them pop punk ish. Oh, so they they cry about their hometown a lot. Well, everyone cries about this place. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can't uh I can't disagree, but um thank you for your time, Teddy O. It's been a pleasure meeting you. I extend a hand, shake his hand. Pleasure to meet you, Quincy, and as he goes to shake his hand, it uh it's it's a very weak hand. It's not really yeah. strong and be careful with it, I guess. If you're gonna yeah, shake it. Like I'm shaking a cat's paw, I guess. Yeah, Just, kind of. Okay. Um so, you know, I um I bid him a good day and um, I take out my book and write in my little notepad and write in what I am supposed to, uh, well, the information about Into the Fae, the concert being tomorrow. And uh, then I will head to Mag's Magnificent Things. Awesome. Um, And in between that, we'll say, Isaac, you've stopped by the station. Yes. You uh, see... Oh no! You 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 made a character up for me on the spot. Was it, you say uh, Tommy? I'm, oh no! Tommy, Tommy, Ta- Tommy. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy, and, Tommy. And, uh, Tommy and Susie. Uh, uh, but I'm gonna 
so I, as, as I walk in, um, I point to the back of the room and I say, is that a new picture you have back there, Susie? And I grab one of the roses out of the vase um, that she has on her desk that uh, is from me, but it's from an anonymous person. And then as she turns back, I say, how, how are you today? How are you today, darling? You see, <laughs> oh man, you got me good. You got me good. Um, oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, you, you know, I don't know who sent these, but they just have the perfect smell. And uh, I don't know how, but roses that smell like cotton candy. Oh, must be someone that really knows me. And she just, you could just see her just kind of, as she smell as she sniffs the rose, you just, oh. She's kind of like she's lost in life. She's like, oh, sorry, sorry. And um, Susie, thank you. Susie is a uh, is a sun elf that has uh, has been at the station for about a year or so now. And she showed up with uh, with her with her with her brother by marriage. They uh, they don't really look alike. So uh, Susie, you see, is a sun elf, blonde hair. She is a uh, mage. Essentially, if if we're if we're kind of put in, put in perspective, she's like an alchemist, and her brother um, Tommy is a kobold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Either. I don't even want to know how, but so by marriage, is, bro. Is that her brother Johnny, right? Interracial love, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're not together. It's yeah, yeah. Susie. And you got Tommy. Yeah. Tommy, yeah. Oh, the parents. One's, a, one's an elf and one's a kobold, right? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Don't be talking right? about my, my lady like that, all right? <laughs> okay. <Well>, and <laughs> <laughs> this uh, brother-sister du- brother, sister duo is, uh, is, is, I guess, the best of what you would have as far as divination and, like, an alchemy, too. They both uh, work with the magic, trying to cast identification and figure out what unknown secrets from magical items and properties to help out and see where the station can move forward with them. Well, hey, Susie. What do you got for us today? <laughs> I've, I've got a, uh, some wine here. Um, as much as I'd like to share it with you guys, I don't think you should drink it, uh, at least not until we find out what's in it, uh, if there is anything in it. Um so I'm just going to leave this here with you guys. If if you wouldn't mind checking this out for me, I kind of need it like ASAP. If you can put a rush oh. on it before, you know, all the other boys, um, I don't know. I mean, I'd, yeah, I, I mean, I'll I would... say, um, because of their, uh, the flirt, the flirtatiousness with the Rose, you see Susie just like, I can do that right away for you. Hold on one second. Just, we don't like everyone to know that we could do it. Like that, or else everyone <laughs> would, would expect everything instantaneously from us. It uh, takes a little bit out of us when we can, when we have to do it right no, away. No, I and I and you, you and you know I really appreciate it, Susie. Um, you you see her actually pull out this little this little pocket like notebook, almost like a spell book. You kind of see just kind of flipping through, flipping through, flipping through, and um, uh, T- Tommy, as she's looking over her spell book, you can see her flipping through for the right page. Tommy walks over with his uh, claws, kind of grabs a glass, and yeah, doesn't drop it. Kind of <laughs> oh, sits there, he just with a nail, he just 
right on top of the on the table. He doesn't want to touch it at all. And you see his sister kind of just close her eyes and kind of put her hand over it and start to speak a couple words. And she casts identify. Um, she kind of looks and you goes, "Huh? What were you expecting to to come from this?" Um, I was thinking that there might be some kind of poison or or uh, so the the lady that drunk drank it is exhibiting some some signs of like uh memory loss and and um strange like strange behavior with her husband as well i guess she's like kind of almost it almost distanced her from it seems like reality well what's weird is that this wine itself isn't enchanted it's the bottle it's the bottle? And yeah. The bottle has a... As you, as you look closer now when you're looking at it, on the top of the cap where the cork would be, you can see the sealant where it was popped is covered in a thin layer of almost like a... Almost like a, a powder? Like almost like a red-pink powder of sorts. So when it popped, something must have activated are we are we safe, Susie? Am, I, I touched this thing with my bare hands, baby. <laughs> Am I good? No, no, no. It, it looked like it was trapped, and it was like a it was like, it's a single use trap. But why would anyone put that on this? Do you know this, what? There's it, nothing value about the about the wine. Do it's you know simple. what it is? Do you know like what kind of what kind like what the trap is or? It what the red um, powder is or what it, the residue is. Of... You can see she she uh. With when she cast identify, she ended up uh, knowing. I, I don't know the school of magic offhand, but it is the school of uh, charming. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is uh, abjur not abjuration, um, illusion. Maybe maybe the one for for charming. So it's a charming type of fact. Yeah, I think it's like one one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. So but, that that's it's, so it's meant to use for a charm of sorts, but oh. that that's all. It's very persuasive and very. Uh, Haziness, so I guess it's going to cause a haziness to the person that attempts to open this or drink from it. And um, if I like wanted to know exactly, you know, what it was, or would you be able to identify that if I got you more information, Susie? If you got me more information, maybe if you found a the powder itself in our raw form, I can find out what it is exactly. But okay, as far as I can tell, this is just some blood mead wine and some 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 trap. Some simple, simple minor enchantment just to make sure no one steals this, I guess. But, but to use a confusion charm, that would, that doesn't make. I don't know why you'd want to confuse someone over it, over stealing. You'll never get your wine back. They take it. You're not wrong, Susie. You're not wrong. Well, I say, um, at I'm... that one, you actually do see uh, Tommy, like, well, if it isn't. Uh... <laughs> If it isn't dangerous or poisoned, I'll find that out. And you see him just great up, grab a glass, pour it, and he just takes a swig. And it's fine. A little strong. Really rich. Really just <clears throat> really uh, thick. Really, really thick. Thick. Like really thick. <laughs> and as you can see, Dude, he kind of like... He he uh pull he kind of pours it out and kind of after, after like as he goes to take a second swig he kind of just swishes it around and you can see it just go, vonk, vonk, like, not jello but like, 
coagulation. That looks kind of familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that I think what we're looking I think what we're looking at uh I mean, Susie, you said it's blood blood mead. Blood mead. Yeah, I mean but blood mead is, is normal. It not usually it's just this thick, is it? Not this thick. Usually, you know, blood mead is and and here she just kind of just recites some like common knowledge. So blood mead is just a type of wine that it's um it's a wine that's mixed with the blood of like certain magical or it's said to be mixed with like magical creatures like a dragon blood or unicorn blood and I mean really no one no one uh no one thinks it actually happens but okay. you know this is this is something this, this is not how it normally looks in uh texture and appearance. Well, Susie, I got a lot to think about. I'm gonna be heading over to the Rose Quartz uh, from here. If I mean, if it's safe for you guys to drink, it's yours to drink. Uh, but uh, if I could pick you up uh, next uh, next Friday, because I have I I got word with the captain. I do have off on uh, next Friday. I don't know about you, but if we can make our schedules sync up, uh, there's a a nice uh, bard that I've been uh, that I've been working with. Uh, his name is uh, uh... <laughs> oh my goodness, Toady or Teddy 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 Teddyo Teddyo Teddyo. Uh, he's gonna be playing at this. Uh, nice quaint little hole in the wall and uh it'd be a, an honor if you would accompany me well and and you can see her i just go to pick just non nonchalantly go to pick another rose and just why not and she just <laughs> smiles and just kind of stares off and just kind of long, longing again like i could do that and uh she kind of like stay safe out there tonight stay safe I, I look forward to uh to our time. All right. Tommy, you take care of my woman, all right? You got it, boss. <laughs> he has Cheers. And, you, and and as you walk out, you actually see Susie kind of just like, "Tommy, please, like the, the captain is working in the other room. Can you not get drunk today?" <laughs> all right. And I'm just going to uh, set off. I'm going to set off towards the know. rose quartz. So uh, a- as you end up uh, showing up to the rose to the rose quartz, um, Quincy, you've been walking around and you've been searching around. Uh, you've never heard of real quick. You've never heard of uh, Wendy's shop until today. So you're trying to figure out you d- you didn't get a uh, you didn't get an answer really on who she was, other than she had a shop. So you're kind of looking around. Um, and I'll say that um, make a and make an investigation check for me. Okay. Aha. All right. So I got a plus eight to the roll here. So let's see what we got. It's a seven plus eight. So that would be 15. All right. So you start uh, walking through. You kind of hear some uh, more people uh, shouting out for. Uh, items and wares, clothing, clothing, fresh imports, straight from, straight from up top, straight from up top. Um, you hear fresh cuts, fresh, fresh dragon meat, 
and you hear the a cling of like a cleaver as someone's cutting up meat and um just as you look over and you see a a purple tiefling with horns that just kind of come up as little nubs right here behind a little stand with a um think kind of like a like a tie-dye palm reading type shop behind you like a gypsies yes okay. like like a gypsy like a gypsy-ish type shop um nothing about hand fortune reading something like that but more or less right, just but the style of yes. the place yeah style and you see her kind of laughing and pointing and you actually see a uh, a group of younger girls talking and looking at jewelry that she has for uh sale so, and uh, i'd okay, say sorry, continue well i just want to let you know so you're kind of about like oh i didn't realize uh brad disappeared on us um you are about i'd say about uh a block or two in and as you start talking would say that um isaac had just shown up to the market so he kind of sees you a bit up but it's gonna take a minute until he gets up to you all right, so uh, I'll like kind of strain my eyes at the shop and then look back at Isaac and kind of wait for him to catch up with me. Uh, and then we can discuss what we have found out before we hit the shop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so as, as, as I'm walking up, do I see uh, Tedio? Yes, he is, he is currently playing again. And mid-song, he's, he's seen you as a regular, and he's like, Hey, and he even incorporates like, and that my there good friend, Sir Isaac, sir, the valiant night guard of Raptar, Raptar, oh. and he, he's known for this. He'll just call out friends in the middle, and it's like he waves at you, and he's in the middle, and he's got a crowd singing. You better have your permit, Teddyo. And you even <laughs> see a hand, you see something shoot up, and it's just a paper, like a wooden pole, like he had it on the ready to go, so he didn't have to stop. Ooh. My it's man, like, and I, t I, I toss a, so I'm like uh, probably 20 feet away from him, and I toss a, a gold coin and try and make it into his little, into little, his, little, chest, uh, little his change drawer. Uh, so do you want me to, like, add dex and proficiency, or? Mm. Nope, just straight, just straight, just straight, uh, I'd say range, so make it, make, just add make your dex. dex. Yeah, just add dex to it. 21. Right in the pot, or the chest, just. Go. And you can that's swear what I do that, again. um, <laughs> you can even swear that the, and I'll say that you have a, a d6 of inspiration. Ooh. Yeah, that was um not for me, but that was from uh, Teddyo. Like that's like bardic inspiration for you. Oh, okay, okay. Let me just get yep. my pencil so I can write that down. <laughs> it's all good. All right, all right. Boom. All right, yeah. And I just make my way over to Quincy. Hey, Quincy, how's it going? How you doing, Detective Hamilton? I'm glad you <laughs> uh, uh... you made it here in one piece. You know, I just some punks walking around, but I wasn't too worried about them. Well, you didn't. Did you? You roughed them up, right? Nah, I just let them go. 
there ain't nothing that I can do to some little kids. Uh-huh. I'd say at at that point you actually uh, have a a drunkard just uh, half or kind of stumbling through and just kind of stumbled and he's clearly day drunk, kind of just walking by, and he's trying to keep himself uh, not falling over, but he kind of just pushes by you guys. I push him back. Oh, sorry, sorry. Watch where you're walking. I'm, I'm gonna keep it clean. <laughs> and you see him making his way out of the uh, out of the entrance of the market, just on his way out. How is that for roughing someone up? Do I notice anything like um anything about him? Man, anything about like his appearance? Percept. Nah, I just looks. I mean, just in general looks. He's just like a very commoner. Like he's just a, someone that got drunk. Like he may he maybe drunk drank too much and is just kind of trying to walk it off. And unfortunately, you know what? The city that never sleeps, walking around publicly drunk. You, you know, you're gonna have that in the daytime. There's no uh, dead cities to. There's no dead streets or alleyways to really go through. Pretty much, almost all, all parts of this place is alive, yeah. in some way or form. Well, it's nighttime, right? Yeah. Okay. But like it's it's but it's it's nighttime in the sense of Manhattan Times Square at nighttime. Okay, okay. Like yeah. All right. Like so it's still very much mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I will say you guys can't just for reference too, you guys really don't know you can't visually see it's nighttime from the sky because everything is just filled with some clouds and smoke and it's just dark higher up as you look up. Like you don't see stars and you don't know if what you're seeing is the night sky. But, so is it I mean, always dark? More or less. I guess it's dark just because it's very towering and looming in the shadows. Like, it's lit up with lights and there's magical fire and torches that are on walls. And it, it, it looks lit up. But you don't get to see this. Don't, don't get to notice the, um, <clears throat> the night sky because the, the city is so tall that even if there is light from starlights or moon, it's all blocked out in the shade from way up. Right. Like a sundial wouldn't work or anything like that. No. Okay. No, sun, sundial would not work. You would just kind of have to. You, you, you have, there's, I mean, artificers have uh, config, configured mag- magical contraptions that can easily um, display and tell time relatively close. But I just want to let you guys know that for reference that it is nighttime, but you don't see a night sky. Gotcha. All right. So you know that bard then, Hamilton? Oh, Tadio? Yeah. Yeah, Teddy O is a he's a he's a good guy and uh if you if you treat him right, he'll treat you right. He's a man, he's got a lot of information. I actually had uh just talked to him. Uh he uh was saying that uh band is opening tomorrow for this concert. Um the band that's opening is Into the Fae, he said. Into the Fae? Um, into the Fae. I haven't heard of them, but he says that they're opening for this new band. He couldn't recall their name, though. Um, I'm thinking this might be the concert. I don't know. That might be, because I heard some young kids earlier when I was over by uh, by the uh, dust, pa- dust Passes. When I was over at their house, there were some kids that were walking down the street talking about Into the Fae, but they didn't say... I didn't hear anything about an, another that they were opening for anybody, so we should ch- we should definitely try and find out uh, who they're opening for, find out where they're playing. Absolutely, he said he said it was a new band, so 
yeah. it, it's not anyone that uh that I'd be familiar with, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think what we should do is uh we're just gonna go ahead and uh let's let's check out see what's Wendy's Emporium. And uh, after that, let's maybe just have a stop and have another chat with uh, Teddyo. See what he's got. See if I can maybe jog his memory. Sure thing. You lead the way, detective. All right. Yeah. So I just start. I confidently start heading towards Wendy's. Yes. I'd uh, fall in behind in a like a staggered column almost. Uh, so I'd be like a little off to his right shoulder, maybe five feet behind him, just watching his back. Yeah. Hey, uh, Wendy. Ah, Isaac! Isaac! Ah, it's been quite some time. Yeah. Ah. Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm here. I want to check out some uh, some stuff for my uh, this girl. I'm sweet on. She's a a, a cute little uh, sun elf. You think you got anything she might like? I have a nice little ring here, and you can see that she has, uh, she's got this whole she's got a whole like cluster of like. Teen, like uh, like young young women, young girls that are all as like eyeing over the jewelry and looking around, and they one's got a pair. I'm like, oh, mom, what about that one? What about this one? The, the one has a little boyfriend next to him. It's like pointing out at like promise rings. You would assume, um, and she kind of goes, she's kind of pushing them over. Like, Unless you're gonna spend the money, and she looks at the parents. And the parents look like this, and they just kind of <laughs> like not nope. spending that money. <laughs> nope. And uh, she pulls out this nice little ring for you, and be like, ah. 300 gold. Oh. Fair price. Wendy, listen, I don't listen. I don't I don't want to send off the wrong signal to Susie though. I'm thinking maybe just something subtle like a little lapel. I'm taking her out to a nice fancy dinner on Friday. So I don't want to be I don't want to be jumping the gun with a ring just yet. Maybe get her a trinket. Yeah, a nice little lapel. Or a nice little thing for her lapel. Ah. Uh. She, um, you know, a pin. you are always really fun and you always really nice. Never caused me that much trouble, even if I don't have the permit always. Um, <laughs> and you see her just kind of be like, I got something, though. And she kind of reaches underneath and pulls out this little, um, it's actually a flower. And it is, uh, it's a hard enamel, like, not a pin, but I guess, yes, yeah, so a lapel where it's like a, it would go on like over here. And okay. it looks like hard and like solid. Like it's like a very like crystalline. It's got a little bit of uh, like silver outlining and it's not filled in. Like it's just like an outline of like a flower done in wiring. And she goes, watch. And she goes, and watch what happens when you pin it on just right. And um, as she pins it onto herself, it turns into a lily, like an actual flower. Wendy, and then, you are like a summer breeze. Ah, uh, nothing really Quincy, other special other than the looks. Quincy nudges, uh, nudges Isaac and raises his eyebrows like, "Yeah, that's that's the one." <laughs> Listen here, Wendy. I don't have much gold. Um, here's I can I can tell you, um, I can waive your permit fees for the next uh, three months. Four months. Tell you what. Five months, but I have a couple questions for you. Ask away, ask away. So, uh, I, I, I'm sure you've seen Quincy here uh, standing behind me. 
this yeah. is my this is my new partner Quincy. by the way. My new partner. Quincy would move so he is like parallel with um Isaac now and uh you know bows to Wendy and uh introduces himself Quincy Black Talent. Wendy of Wendy's mis- miraculous things. You definitely have miraculous things, man. A lot of it's all tchotchkes, little little trinket stuff. The rings are really overpriced too. I don't recommend them. <laughs> Almost got you though. Quincy yes. laughed. You did, you did. Well, so Quincy and I were investigating a um, a missing person. Uh they Really? And, yeah, last time they were in public they were seen here. Uh not accusing you of anything. But I'm just wondering if you remember seeing them. It was a uh two half elves um uh, a daughter and her mother and i believe um i don't think from from my understanding the daughter wasn't like really paying attention much to her mom here she was with a, a group of friends and i'm just wondering if you happen to know anybody in that group or, or if you remember daughter with friends i see a lot of people here i know Yesterday, we were really busy. Practically the same group of girls right here. Basically, every night's always the same. Last night, though, there was a woman here that was looking at something for her daughter. But her daughter didn't have a whole group of friends. It was just her and her daughter here. Her daughter was talking to to a gentleman. I thought it was possibly an older brother. And that was it. They, he walked off and he went looking shopping for something else. That's interesting. So Quincy has his uh, notepad out and he is uh, like taking notes of what she's saying. Yeah, I'm doing the same. <laughs> um, she uh, she was looking for something for her daughter's birthday and everything she asked for her daughter, her daughter didn't want, her daughter didn't want, and then her brother, I think, mentioned something about a concert, and you know, he was going to get tickets. I think I heard him say, and he walked away. And then that's all the that's all the daughter was talking about was these tickets, getting tickets, getting tickets, getting tickets. Do you? Oh, I don't. Was did it I happen to what? be? Um, and I'm flipping through my notes in front of her. Um, was it into the Fay? I can't say. I don't remember. I don't. I don't listen to much live music, or I wasn't really paying attention. I was trying to make a sale with the mother, and yeah. with the well, you know, basically when she said she didn't want nothing, I, I kind of stopped listening, unfortunately. But you know, did you happen? I'm to sorry, know- if, if if anything happens, I can let you know. Oh, I would appreciate that. Yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. That would be very helpful. Um, did. Did you the the gentleman? Did you happen to notice anything anything like, it's, um, out of place with him? Anything? Any markings? He had this tattoo on his neck. He really wasn't hiding. He wasn't hiding. But no, it was. That's really the only thing I remember. He had very pale skin. He looked kind of sickly. And I just. They didn't act any different around him, so I thought it was just normal for him, but 
Yeah. He had this weird tattoo on his neck. And how about um, the mom? Was she acting in any kind of way at that time? Was she the normal? mother looked fresh. The mother was frustrated. She wasn't. She wasn't acting strange, really. Why did something happen to her? To the mother? Is she acting different now? Uh, well, I mean, she's upset right now because uh, her daughter is missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was exhibiting signs of uh, confusion like she had been under possibly some kind of uh, spell. And so I'm trying to get a timeline, Wendy, of uh, when this, when when it started to see if it was a result of something. Um, you know, I can't tell you too much information, but there's, you know, she came into contact with something and I want to know if she was acting this way before that or after it. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see real quick. Um, he, all I can say is I, I think I remember after this that the mother looked annoyed. She wanted to go get some wine and she got some blood. She got some blood mead wine from the butcher, which I mean, not everyone usually buys from him, but I mean, to each their own depending on who they choose to get their uh, their goods from. But that was it. I mean, they were here at around, I don't know, let's say 7 p.m. for a time standing, and they were here for about a half hour looking around. I saw them kind of singing with, they were watching Teddy O play his normal shanties and antics. And then the mother picked up some wine from Barry, and they left. I don't know. They didn't leave with the brother, though. If that is who he is, or the stranger, did you happen to see like which direction he went, or if he stopped anywhere? He went off to the east. Where or the, he went? So he after he left, he went off to the main district, like the entrance of like in here. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing him loop around, which is where I thought he was going to follow and walk with them because he got the wine with them. And then after that, he said he'd see them later. And then he the... went off. Oh, okay. And uh, the appearance of this man, did anything stick out? Any, like, uh, striking features? Uh, I'll tell you, it was. it's really odd when you see someone down here dressed so nicely or trying to show off so nicely, unless they're already a performer. But he had on this really, really nice black trim cloak and he had this red inlay that it looked silky. I just remember catching my eye. I, I, I kind of wanted to know where he had gotten it, but I didn't get the chance of asking him. Um, like I said, just, just the tattoo on his neck, and he really just had this really sickly look to his face. I didn't know what was going on. Maybe possibly the wine was going to be used as some sort of medicine for him. Maybe. By chance, was the tattoo three lines? No, it was um, it was two. Just two lines. And, yep. And so basically, what what it is is um, it would be right here, like two dots, and it goes just down. And as it goes down, it kind of tapers off. The more uh, the way she describes it, it looks like kind of like the droplets of blood that kind of like trickle down. 
So uh, Quincy nods his head and uh, writes in his um, writes on his notepads, uh, nodding his head, thanking her. I see, I see. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Any any other questions? You you let me know. In Isaac, make sure you're the one that pins the flower on her. Oh, I will. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate it, Wendy. Mm-hmm. But I'm so we're gonna head out. But you're good, okay? Five months. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. It's nice meeting you, Wendy. Nice to meet you, Quincy. Nice to meet you too. Hopefully, uh, Isaac teaches you well. The city can be a little tough for those uh, down here in the Rose Quartz district. I have no doubts that he is going to be a good mentor. All right, you guys. Uh, who do you want to speak to or go? What direction are you guys going into? Uh, Quincy. I just want. I just want to compare some notes here again. Um, do you, Do you know anything about like tattoos and stuff like that? Anything that she said? Well, the. When uh, we're both in the, like, he flips back into his notepad and then looks down and says, you know, the mother was talking how she was talking about her friends with the tattoo, line tattoo, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be the same person. Yeah. That's what I, and I was thinking that too. So the tattoo matches up. The only, the only thing that doesn't match up is it was a group, the mom's, mom saw a group and Wendy is telling us that there was just one person. So right. I'd say um, now that you guys got a little bit more of a clearer description, if you want, you can make uh, history checks to see if you recognize the tattoo as any marking for gangs or any criminal activities within the city. Um, sure. Quincy, you're at disadvantage. Am I okay. just normal? Mm-hmm. Okay. History. I got a plus three for history. Head two here take the lowest oh fuck excuse my language you're good Uh, 18 was the high three was the lowest six total okay i have a 25 what Uh, i have a a 25 (laughs) i got i got an 18 and my history is uh seven okay cool um all that sticks out, so seeing the way that Wendy kind of drew her hands down, it sparked a little bit of a theory that you've had, Isaac. You've, you've had a hunch that there possibly has been some vampires entering the city. You've had no solid proof up until this point, and even now what you're being told really isn't proof either but this is uh that mark specifically most you know being a uh, well veteran and a well-knowledged private eye detective you know about vampires and you know that usually they leave a, a, a bite and it's just like two simple like puncture wounds in your um <clears throat> i'd say actually make a uh religion check real quick too to see how much I can tell you. 18. All right, cool. So what you do recognize from that, um, just from very, very little bits of lore, you do know of, where is it called? 
you do you do know of that mark and you've read it in like old tombs that tell of lore from before the city was created and only in off passing paragraphs and passages have you heard about the blood king who was supposedly the 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 creator of the of vampires turning the first mortal into a vampire but you've never heard him brought up in recent times he was thought to be a long fallen deity that lost support and followers and you very rarely ever hear him mentioned if so if he is it's not with confidence it's with like really he's not he's not a real god like tiamat is known about bahamut um the weeping mother is known about the the red king the blood king he's the one that people don't believe in so this is odd hmm so isaac sits here and talks to himself can it can it be i don't i don't think so i don't think it can be i don't think it can be him but all the signs keep pointing what are you thinking Isaac I don't know I don't know if I want to bother you with this right now there's just there's a long history with uh, with Rapator I guess uh, let's see let's let's see let's see what else we can find out before I uh I want to keep your mind fresh on this. Maybe be right. uh, maybe second to possibly uh, second guess it. All right. All right. So you All just right. let me know what you're thinking. You just let me know what you're thinking, and I think when the time is right, and if I feel like you're able, I feel like it's a sure thing. I'll I'll tell you everything I know. Well, I'm not really too familiar with any of the gangs or tattoo culture here. Well, in this part of the city, so I don't really know much about who this man could be, but it seems to me like this man had some type of effect on the mother. And I think I agree. With the girl talking about this concert. I think our best lead right now is to find out this band's name. It could be a lead to some type of... I'm thinking some type of magic was involved here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to ask you. What about... uh, What came back with that wine? Uh, Well, it looked like... uh, It looked like it was possibly uh, rigged with a magical charm. I don't know much about that stuff, but Susie and Thomas said they both uh, they were familiar with it, and that it was like it caused concussion, not concussion, uh, confusion. So it, it it lines up with the information that we're that we're being, or at least what we're seeing from um, Mrs. Uh, Dupe Dust Dustpass. Now, did they buy the wine and go home? 
that's what it's sounding like, but I want to confirm that first. So I think our 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 line of approach here is going to be we need to go to the butcher because it's Miss Wendy said that they were all there together. So let's see if the butcher knows this guy because I think this guy is our prime suspect right now. So we need to figure out where he is and i think you're right about that concert we definitely need to find out i think that concert will be the key to finding out finding out who he is or if not find if we already know who he is to finding him right because if he's spreading information about it and he may have tampered with he sounds like our prime subset our our prime suspect to me yeah all right yeah, let's, All right, so um, you guys know that the uh, butcher, the little chopping block shop, is uh, two or three rows over from where Wendy's shop is. Um, it's in a, in a little bit busier, thicker market section, and as you walk up, you actually see uh, two, two, two people uh, speaking to a butcher, shaking hands. One of them is uh, passing over a bottle of wine. The other one's handing one back. And uh, a little bit of commerce happening. Can I make an insight check to see if they have any type of tattoos on them? Make an insight check. All right. Let me just... I have my stats just written down on the computer so I can look at them and then roll and add. Ah, you're good. All right. So, let's see. Am I rolling normal? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see what we get here. Uh, 16 plus 7, so that would be 20, uh... You're good. 22, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's 22. Yeah, so what you end up seeing is uh, two uh, two cloaked figures handing over bottles of wine, shaking hands, and uh, very, very soon, like, as they're shaking hands, they're very, like, very properly, like, kind of like, thank you so much, they're handing back, but the whole time is between them handing and, like, bottles of wine the female there's a female of the two that is staring and locking eyes with the butcher and she you don't see her breaking concentration um she's actually a you can see just from it um an orange like skin tone from underneath her black cloaks that she's wearing that she's wearing and up on the top of the cloaks kind of you see one dot but you see black hair covering the rest of her uh neck Gotcha. Next to them is uh, a human you see in in uh, cloaks as well. But you do see a red trim that's kind of like laying on the outside of where it's parted. And at his uh, waist, you see almost like a booklet, almost like a book kind of like strapped in. And part of that strap leaves open. And you do see a uh, this like red silk like material on the inside. Um, on his neck, on the right side of his neck, you do see two bite marks of tattoo sorts and they go all the way down from the neck and you can see them just traveling down further. You don't, you don't see them where they stop. And he, the, the, the human is very, ah, Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. He's, he's laughing. He's shaking his hand. And, and you see him actually, um, as he's, uh, as he's shaking and clapping his hand, you can see his left hand, um, make a perception check. Sure thing. My perception is also a seven. Okay. So that is a fifteen plus seven, so that would be a twenty flat, I believe. No, twenty-three. 
Nope, that's perfect. And as you actually see in his uh, left hand, as he's kind of like clapping and letting go, you can see him kind of as he uh, kind of like puts his hand to his side, he's palming and quick palming like dust and just kind of letting it kind of sprinkle over the table and kind of just uh, put his hands back to his side. So I nudge my partner and uh, I kind of like take my eyes like as I look at Isaac and I kind of motion with my eyes to their neck and like down to where their hands are. Yeah. To try to get his attention on the um, the things that I have seen that Um, happen. At this, you start to see that. the two kind of shake hands, find like a final clap. I ah, they kind of lean in, whisper something, and kind of lean back, and they uh, start off their way down an aisle. The two. Quincy, tell them, but don't go too far. All right, I don't want you to get hurt or anything. Just keep a nice distance from them when you're tailing them. Um, if they leave the market, just tell me which direction they head. I don't want you to leave the market following these people. You got it. So uh, Quincy would pull his hood up. That would, uh, like, he has a cloak kind of cape type deal. He pulls it in tighter to cover his scale nail and, like, insignia. And he would pull his hood up and uh, he would uh, just kind of um, try to blend into the market as he sees which direction they depart and he's going to try to keep about 15 feet behind them. Um, I need you to make a stealth check. Sure thing. As you're doing stealth. And then, uh, Isaac, what are you up to? Are you just watching? Uh, I'm going to, no, I'm going to, I'm going to start talking to the, uh, to the, to the butcher. Bu- to the butcher. Do I know okay. the butcher or is he like, um, no, you don't really know him. He's just kind of a, he's in, he's newer to the market. He, uh, no, he he doesn't have anything fancy, anything special. He literally just has like giant hooks and like like right. cuts of meat. All right. I'm gonna, and I'm off gonna... to the side, he does have some wine as well. That's really it. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him if he has uh, his permit to sell alcohol at the uh, oh! at the Kavat. Yes, my yes, check um... was uh, a 19, by the way. So one second. And see this real quick. Oh, all right. So you're good. They don't see you. Um, you. You start following them, and they're walking at a very comfortable pace. No run, no nothing yet. They're just nonchalantly just kind of walking through. You kind of see them bobbing their heads, kind of very looking very common. Um, Isaac, you start talking to the butcher. Um, he's actually – the butcher is a, a stout little dwarf kind of a – not short, but he's about, I don't know, five about four foot four foot uh five oh, four foot seven dwarf. that's a tall dwarf yeah i yeah. was about to say that's a, that's a big... <laughs> oh wait well hold on wait i'm trying to, i'm trying to think of sizing so dwarf start like... what are dwarfs? Three i think feet, they're like three, yeah, they're like three five is like is like average i think yeah okay we'll say we'll say right, three five he's, he's a dwarf like a foot <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's the whole kind of figuring out size. Like, yeah, gnomes are like literally like this big. Yeah. Um, so you kind of see him kind of reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, a, I got a permit here, and he pulls out a, a sheet of paper and uh, kind of hands it over to you. I don't know if you want to make um, 
yeah, I an wanna, insight I wanna, check at it. I want to definitely check this uh, and make sure that it's got the proper uh, signatures on it that you know that mm -hmm. I would hopefully know. So many is it hard to read right now. Uh, insight or investigation. I'll let you say insight or or arcana. Um, twelve for insight. It all it all checks out. The one name uh looks a little misspelled, but all the names are the same. But I mean. Is there really any way, correct way to spell someone's name in Draconian? I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You're like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and he hands it hands it over. And he, yeah, here's all the paperwork right here. Uh, it's not a lot of wine. Just, you know, I have some extra blood and mix it with the mead. And surprisingly enough, some people like it. So, well, it's not super super strong. That's a, I mean, hey. I mean, right now it looks like this this uh, checks out, but I am going to double check at the station. Uh, would so would what's you your... like one? Oh, no, no, no. What's your uh... – I don't drink on the job. Ah. What's, what's your uh... – what's your, your, your name, sir? Uh, you're new here, it seems. Yes. Um, Barry Bloodsmith. Barry Bloodsmith is the name, we'll say. <laughs> Barry Bloodsmith. Any relation to the bloodsmiths from up uptown? Yes, uh, it's a cousin cousins of mine. Uh, Johnny, I don't get it. Not, not Johnny, not Johnny. Um, what was his Rodney? Name? Rodney, really? That's Rodney. Yeah, that's it, Rodney. Yeah, yeah, yeah how's Rodney, he doing? Uh, Rodney's more of the magical crafter of the family. Yeah. I, uh, I just like to hack through some meat and. I do what I can. Well, hey, you gotta do what you Figured gotta do. If the name fits. I mean, yeah. Well, Barry, I'm gonna I'm gonna check into this at the uh, at the office. I before I do, um, we've got some some uh, questions. I just want to ask you real quick, if you don't mind. Go go for it. All right, hey. Um, don't know what I can help you with, but sure. Well. Um, there's this, this lovely, uh, woman, her name is, uh, Mary, uh, Dustpass, and her daughter just went missing, uh, th this morning, and so we're, we're out here just checking, seeing if anybody knows this is the last place that she was seen in public, so I just, and, uh, it's, it seems like they, uh, they stopped here and bought a bottle of wine from you guys, so I just wanted to, or from you, I'm sorry, and, uh, they were with somebody as well, so I just wanted to uh, wanted to see if you possibly knew anything about that. If you knew, if if, if you remember them, I, or... I I sold a couple bottles yesterday. Did woman said, woman did buy some, but it was just her and her daughter, and uh, really, I don't know. I I see a lot of people, a lot a lot of people. I don't know if you can see behind me, and you see, you actually look behind him, and there's literally like piles and mounds of just straight just like it's an entire butcher shop ready to go and you see him go you see i'm really busy i uh i, I actually went through all of this yesterday and to restock up i it's non-stop yeah. and you'll see that even as you're in, as you're talking to him he still has a crowd kind of bill billing up and 
pe- people are interested in buying his meats. And he goes, eh, there's no other questions. I really help with like, I, I really do like people, people have, people want to buy. Well, you know, I don't what? mean to be rude. That's all. No, no, no. It's okay. I understand. Listen. So what I'm going to do for you is I am going to buy one of your bottles of wine. Uh, how much are they? Are you to make sure we're no trouble and I could cooperate? Um, I can give you a small one in the house, and then if you want to purchase a bigger bottle, uh, it'd be 10 gold piece. 10 gold pieces. Well, I hand you over. I only have. He, he has a little tiny, like, uh. I only have nine gold pieces. Right now. He's slow. Uh, on well, me. I can give you nine, but I'd, I'd. You know, you can keep that small sample. I'll buy the big bottle for. Give you the nine for that, and then. I just have, you know, a couple more questions if you wouldn't mind ask, answering those for me. You know what? I can respect that. I respect that. Um, he puts the smaller one away, and then he just puts out the big, the larger one to you. Yeah. Takes the money and, what, what, what? Anything else I can answer? I don't. I don't know how, how much real help I can be. This is the freshest bottle, right? That you just because I just saw you. You getting a delivery, right? Is this the freshest? Oh bottle? yeah. Okay. This yeah. is good. Perfect. Good. I'm gonna. Slide that into my coat pocket, and uh, so, oh, who do you get your shipments from? It's um, really just kind of odd. It's just little oddities every day or so. It's yeah. uh, really what I do is I have the blood, and I just anyone that's coming around to asking and shop, and I say, hey, you know, if you have meat or if you make something at home, bring it by. I'll see what it is. If it mixes well, it mixes well. Okay. Right now, I've been uh. Ben, it's been this uh, this brother, this brother and sister. No, um, no, wait, not them. My brother and sister. It was uh, oh, man. I think they were they friends or something. I don't know. They were just here. They just brought. They just dropped some off. I didn't get their name. They oh, they don't like they don't oh. like to talk about it that much. They oh, just kind of drop it off, and I give them the money, and we just swap it out. Very easy to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I be honest. I I think I heard the one man's name. I think I heard the the man's name was Miscroft. And Miss... the, the woman. Go on. Misscroft? Yes. M-I-S-C-R-O-F-T. Hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt you. You're good. Answer. Um, and uh, you, you see, it's hard to miss her, but the t- his, uh, his friend, the tiefling, she got those orange, orange horns. It's really cool. And she got little, little uh, markings on them. But uh, her name was Wanda. It's really kind of not the, not the nicest, but they pay well. Wanda, yeah, she was... pay well. I give I give them a little bit of meat. They give a little bit of mead. You know, oh. no real no real formal contract. It's kind of just what we have is what we have. So you don't make this mead then? Not the meat itself. No, 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 no. You just this comes in and in I, I I mix I mix the mead with the blood from from whatever I have left over. I make sure it's safe enough to drink and it's nice and it's 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 ready to go. Okay. Well, uh, I don't want to keep you from your business. Is there is there anything else that you could tell me? Anything? Any questions that you have for me? I mean, they look like they're in a hurry today. Like they're getting ready to go to a show or something. But they're talking about something. But oh, you wouldn't happen to know what show. Uh, they're talking about, would you? They're talking about some some concert, something happening at the Infinity, the Infinity Sphere. 
I don't oh, know. I, I, okay. I, I, I used to go there once or twice back in the day, but that's where they were going to. The Infinity Sphere. I know exactly where that is. All right. Well, you know what, Barry? Yes. I think, I think, I think that's all the information. I, mean, I think you you helped me out actually quite a bit. Oh, so, thank you, thank you. I'm sorry. I don't mean to start no trouble. It's uh, I know, I know. Uh, no one's really, no no one really thinks a dwarf can be so friendly or charismatic <laughs> as as me. But you know. <laughs> No one, no trouble here. Not That's especially okay. not in this city. That is okay, Barry. Good. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna check up on this uh, permit here. So hopefully, there's, uh, it's on the up and up. <coughs> and um, other than right. that, hey, keep doing you. Be, treat my citizens well, and, and I'll treat you well. Will do. Will do. Um, uh, right now, uh. Quincy, as you've been uh, tailing them, uh, we'll say how is talked about. You see them; they've gone down the aisle, and you see this couple, this pair now, is uh, looking at another like little chashki type shop, like kind of like Wendy's. And I'd say uh, you are noticing that again in front of this one. Uh, you don't know if it's the same group, but big group of children, kids in front, looking around, and they're just kind of looking around uh, at what items are for sale and you even see them hand a little flyer out to one of the kids, a little piece of paper. So, uh, I strain my eyes to see, uh, you know, the what's going on and um, I keep my distance and I continue to observe them. Okay. Um, as a, uh, as you see, so you see uh, one of the, one of the uh, you see the male figure kind of lend his hand out to one of the one of the girls and uh how how close are you uh 15 feet i'd say um make a perception check let me see if you can tell what he's saying sure thing and then what languages do you know uh Actually, I never picked the second one, so common, and I'll let you decide the second one, I guess. Never mind. We'll just say it. It will say it was in common. And what was your role? Uh, it was a 16 plus 7. So, fuck. Uh, 24, oh, 23 yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's perfect. You're good. Uh, so you actually end up seeing, you can see from the mouthing of the words in common, uh, if you want to go tomorrow. You can come with us tonight. We're going to meet them beforehand. You see this group of kids like, oh, cool. Really? Yeah. Awesome. We, yeah, we awesome. Cool. And they, they actually start following these two cloaked figures down one of the aisles and, uh, very now with purpose, not like they're looking around, like they're now leaving of sorts. Uh, Quincy is definitely alarmed and he's wondering if he should step in and stop this right now, but he doesn't want to. Uh, disobey the orders from his mentor. So he is just going to try to keep tailing them, I guess. Uh, Isaac, I'm assuming you end up meeting up with them? I don't know. Where, where are you going um, after the speaking with the butcher? I just want to... Well, I was, I was thinking about swinging by and talking to uh, Teddy O. 
See if I could uh, jog his memory a little bit, get some uh, information from my informant. Yeah. Um, you end up heading back over to Teddyo, and he's, he's, ooh. <laughs> uh, real quick, you gotta turn your uh, camera. That was really weird. It just. Uh, I don't That's know okay. What all right. right. Uh, real quick, time out. Uh, Streamlabs, are we good? We're good. Yep, it's all good. All right, cool. All right, sweet. So, uh, you go over to Teddyo, and he is. Hey, 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 Isaac, Isaac. Um, how are you doing? How are you doing? What, what's going on? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Teddyo. Uh, hey, I'm you coming riding. to the show next week? On, as ah, I am, yeah. I'm bringing my girlfriend. All right. Oh, so play. Cool, I'll make sure right? there's a spot up front for you. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm all right. Her name is Susie. Remember that. All right, all right. You see me actually make a little mark down, Susie. No. All right, <clears throat> but don't try and don't try and take her from me, okay? No, not me, 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 nah, nah. Yeah, nah. I, know you, you, you I know you, Teddy O. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can I help you? Well, Teddy O, listen, man. I know that you're you're hip on the uh, on the what the young kids are doing these days. As I try to be, as I try to be, you know. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I try not to. I try not to press you too much, but I, you know, we've we've got a, a little bit of a of a situation. It's not nothing to do with you, but we're missing some some, some a, a young girl's missing, and we we really gotta get her home in. And uh, heard last, about that. Yeah, someone earlier came through asking. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, stirring up some tr- stirring up some questions. Uh, oh, okay. I thought you were going to say You got to be careful who you ask or talk about. You know how things go missing in the city. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that um, – I think about hopefully that person's going to be okay who was asking you. Yeah. But um, listen, Teddy-O, who's playing at the uh, – Infinity Sphere tonight, man. Oh, it's fitting. It's not tonight. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow, tomorrow man. Big gonna be a big show. A big show. In into the Fey, they are going on, and then after they are opening for the man, I don't even know what where they came from, but if you've heard their music, you're gonna see why everyone loves them. It's uh, do the Blood King and the Spawn. They are amazing. I'm gonna like dead stare him for a second. And then back to and then like get my composure back. Blood you okay? King. You look like you saw a ghost. No, Teddy. Yo, I think uh, I don't know, man. I think some stuff's going down. I think something big is going down. But stuff. Yeah, I don't know. You're not. Hopefully, you're not involved in it. You better not be, nah. Teddy. Yo, you better tell that's, me. That's man. not. That's not my. That's not my crowd. Nah, not my crowd. Okay. I'm here for a good time. I'm not here to get that too rowdy. All right. Okay. That's good. That's good. You let me know if you were, right? I got you. All I right. got you. All right. Because I got to make sure I got to make sure you're okay if anything is wrong. If anything happens to me, you'll know. You'll know. I will. All right. Well, thank All you. Good. Thanks well, good coming. friend. He goes. He goes in to shake your hand and hug you. And as he lets go, he already has another instrument. He pulls a little flute out and starts playing. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, 
You're 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 All on right. the he's on the clock right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, good day. I'm gonna do my good day. My good day. Off. Good night. Good night. <laughs> good night. And then I'm gonna start heading towards the direction I saw him saw Quincy walking off to. All right. Um, let's see. You end up catching up to Quincy as uh, Quincy is tailing this uh, these two cloaked figures now with what you'd say like a group of uh, I don't know three to three to four uh, teenagers. There's a tiefling, maybe a uh, a half orc, and two humans. You know, just kind of just wandering in a little pack, like a group of friends, just kind of hanging out at night, and you know, they're kind of hanging out with some of the older kids. They feel now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, you see that's happening. So. Uh, so is he caught up to me now? Yeah, he's caught up to you at this point. So he's basically walking up, and you guys are now watching it, and you're you're slowly trailing these two, and you see this. Uh, these two figures walking with this group of kids. And uh, I have a very serious, complex look on my face as I turn to Isaac and I tell him, listen, I overheard the man talking to them. He's leading them away from their parents. He's trying to take them to this concert, I guess. He said he can get them backstage or whatever. I'm not comfortable with these kids leaving with these two people, especially with the lapel or with the... The silk and the red matching, it's its just too coincidental for my liking. Uh, you make a good point, but we gotta be we got to be smart about what we do right now, if that's the case. Cause, listen, I think that my suspicions are, con- are, are, are getting confirmed. But right now, I want to keep a tail on these guys. When we're done with our tail... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you everything that I know. I just got done talking right. with Teddyo. But listen, if anything happens, you got to blow your horn. we got to get back up here as soon as possible if we need it. And that, I need you both to make a perception check. Sure. Well, uh, fuck. I forgot because I have that thing. 12 plus... I think 10, so 22, I believe. 16 here. Isaac, uh, you see out of the corner of your eye, and Quincy, you haven't taken your eyes off of it. You see now the the female tiefling. As she turns around, you see this orange face skin with these little horns coming up and around. She looks at you, and she just raises her hand, and she launches a blast at you. And I need you to make. I'm gonna Quincy make says, quick. "Oh shit!" It's a fourteen. <laughs> I mean, let's see, fourteen plus. Nineteen. Nineteen. Nineteen hits. Nineteen hits. All right. Let me pull the spell real quick. You get hit with a Eldritch blast. Ouch. Yep. One second. Sorry. Bells. D&D Beyond, guys. This is the best way to use the tool. Uh, you really want to have a resource for everyone else watching? Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, if you're a new player, this is the way to go. I think it's a 1d8, unless there's a modifier attached to it. It's, it's a feat for players, though, so I don't know if the NPCs would have it or whatever. All right, it is. Um, we're gonna do. 
Give you three D four. Let's see, where's my D ten? You get hit with twenty points of force damage as you get blasted back and knocked prone. Or I'll say, I'll say, make a make a strength saving throw to see how uh, if if you get knocked prone, we'll say. All right, uh, strength saving throws are my be- my bread and butter, but I'm terrible at saving throws, so we'll see how this goes. Fuck, it's a one. You but get knocked back. Eleven total. All right, yeah, no, you you definitely you got put you got knocked back is eleven total, so we'll say. Wait, was it a natural one? It was a natural one. Oh yeah, you, you you completely got knocked back. You didn't get skidded far, but it's gonna take uh take half your movement to get up the next turn, the next round. Um, yeah. at that one, let me double check on this one now. Um, so Quincy's just on the ground with the wind knocked out of him. <gasps> uh, <laughs> um, Isaac, uh, seventeen to hit. Uh. 17's my AC. 17's your AC. It hits. So it, hits. it does. Uh, seven, uh, 7 damage. And then I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, As you get hit with a dagger in, in your uh, chest. Oh, it's, wait, a dagger, so a dagger was thrown. Yeah, like a dagger just got... Launched. Okay. Can I use? My, can I bonus action to catch the dagger? I have. Uh, so I do have a ability: deflect missiles. I can use a I reaction to deflect or catch ranged. To deflect or catch ranged attacks. Uh, so I would. I. Uh, which essentially, I roll a d10 plus dex plus my monk level. Yep. Go for it. If you want to roll for it. I think that it has to just be it or above what the roll was to catch and deflect. Go for it. Let me double, I'll rule, let me I'll double, rule with that just to make it easy. Let me double check. Yeah. I'm checking rules, guys. This is fun. I'm not yeah, stressing over the uh, uh, over yeah, checking. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's by a ranged weapon attack. When you do so, the damage you take from the attack is reduced by... Okay, so... Okay, so what it so what it is is it automatically happens. I so I roll the one d ten. I add my dex and my monk level, and if the damage is reduced to zero or lower, then it's a catch. If not, I take the remainder damage. That's okay. what it is. Okay. Okay. So I need my d ten. So before we apply the uh, poison damage, we'll just say the regular damage from the dagger. If you can catch that, then you don't do poison damage. Okay, okay, okay. So I believe 29. 10 plus 15 plus 4. Yeah, caught it completely. You catch the dagger. And it, but it uses Mid- one of my key. Or no, no, no. Yeah. It doesn't use one of my key. I'm er, sorry. No, but I'm going to no chuck key? it right back at her. So I, Okay, so, I'll let you use... Um, but that uses a key. 
Yeah, so you can use a key so to like, chuck it back at her. We're like, wham! Like that. Make an attack roll. Here we go, bitch, fucking throwing shit at me. You got it, Isaac. I'm sorry. So just I'm so you know, the, the woman was the one that shot the Eldrick Blast. The dagger came from the male figure. Okay. Okay. The Okay, so... Did I notice that it came from him? Um... Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes because because, because you with as a monk we'll say that yes you saw you you have the ability that when incoming danger and projectiles are coming at you you're a master of combat you are very perspe- per, uh, per, perceptive it's and that you saw where the attack came from yeah. I felt the goddamn wind start mm-hmm. to part around it <laughs> all right so I have a Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then a dagger's a simple weapon, right? Mm-hmm. So then that's a uh, plus five is fifteen, I believe. Let me ten. No, no, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, plus five, fifteen. To hit? Uh. Yep, I believe so. Five plus four it, is uh, nine. Yeah, fifteen to hit. As you launch the dagger, Adam. It actually flies over his hand, and he uh, catches it back from uh, as you toss it at him. It's a miss, but he catches it. Oh, yep. I'm stand- I'm looking at him like, guys, roll for initiative. <sighs> oh shit! We're currently using the combat tracker with D and D Beyond. That's in uh, their alpha phase right now, so. We're doing this. 22. Come on. Don't fuck me this time. Alright. That's better. That's a 13 plus uh, my initiative. Wait. Dex modifier. Yeah, plus my initiative, which is what? Dex, right? Yeah. Yes. Alright, so that is... 19. Sweet. 19, there we go. Or 20. I apologize. 16 plus 4. Okay, that's still good. Um, and then real quick, uh, offhand, just out of this, um, Isaac, what is your max health? Uh, oh wait, I'm mine not is, Isaac, mine, so. is uh, mine is 80. 80? Yep. And, uh, Quincy, what's your health at? Uh, 150. Dang! Fucking tank! I took All a, right. I took yeah, a you just took a bitch. Right? So, oh, you, oh, you took strong? I nice. took, um, I took so, tough. Tough. I that's took what tough. I meant. Nice. Yeah. I love that feat. So my max is one seventy. So I'm at one fifty right now. Shit. Maybe oh, I should. Oh, your that. max is one seventy. Okay. Hold on one second. Yeah. Feet, dude. Fuck. Um, hold on one second. Oh yeah. Well, I just I'm just gonna work itself and see. Because I was thinking, there's two of us in a in a CD city. I'm gonna need that HP. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done. I should. Man, I'm like regretting not taking a feat, but that's okay. I'm okay. I'm, it's I'm okay. A, Isaac is a goddamn badass. All right. You're yes, about to is. fucking. You're about to see. Caught some a shit. fucking dagger. And you're about. Shit with yeah. it back at him. You're I'll about to. Yeah. You're about uh-huh. to see some shit, baby. But okay, my, so we're gonna say you guys are 30 feet away from them. Uh, they both turned around. The. Uh, the distraction of the commotion of the blasting, you can see the kids in front of the uh, in front of the two cloaked figures. They have now ran off and spurted off. Um, With the figures? 
No, 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 no. Just the kids have ran off right okay. now as the, they turn around to shoot the blast. The kids dispersed, and now people are kind of in commotion. And it's now kind of like the stand down moment, like out in the like the west. Like there's a moment that like you guys are gonna either fight or you're gonna chase now. What do you want to do, um, uh, Isaac? You're up first. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just like so because I'm a badass monk. So I'm like mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta show them what's what. So I'm gonna like like kind of like like you know like the Bru- what what's that movie? Freaking Bruce Almighty. Mm-hmm. Like throws off all his clothes behind him, and his arms are like that. And I just, but I don't throw all my clothes. It's just my duster, which you see. Then I'm like left in my tank top, and I'm ready. Wait, right. Bruce Almighty or Bruce Lee? Bruce Almighty, <laughs> no, Bruce Almighty when he's about to make love to his wife. He oh like, yeah. He's like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. But I, okay, and that's exactly what I do to them, and I like flex my muscles, and they're like huge, <laughs> just like you. You didn't know that I had muscles like this. And you just see like the 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 contours and everything is just amazing. It's you're just like free action no, flex. Okay. No wonder Susie wow. wants him. <laughs> Damn. Your your turn. So, like, do you want to attack? Oh, oh, well, that's right. Like, it's, it's my turn. turn. That's right. All right. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Um. Oh man. So are we in? Can you describe our like fight area right now to me? Okay. I know like so it, it's. Yeah, so you're you're kind of in between shops. Um, just for terms of feet and measurements, we'll say that it's like a 15 feet width between shops, the aisles, and from you to them is about 30 feet. Um, they're they're within movement range. You can get up to them. You can as long as you can attack them, you got them. Uh, I will oh, say yeah. that it is currently busy in it. So the shop, like there are people now running and scattering and certain shop owners are trying to like close and like pack stuff up and run away and grab like what's on their table. There's even like a kid or two that tries grabbing at stuff and just running off and stealing. Like there's now this is the Fucking moment that, looters. <laughs> yeah, you got some people trying to loot. This is it's not a good city, man. This, oh this, this no. shitty people here. <laughs> Already. And uh oh yeah, instantly. I mean it's a kid they, they have been they, everyone's been good because you know cops have been walking around asking <laughs> questions, but the minute that they're distracted, please come on. <laughs> Um, uh, and we'll say that, uh, if you try to move outside and try to go out, it's rough terrain. So within the aisle in between you and them, it's cleared. Everyone's scattered. Okay. But behind you, if you want to run back or when they try to run forward, it's going to be considered rough terrain. Is this, um, so like the, is it like a wall? Like, are we by surrounded by walls? No walls. It's more or less an open open market. But the shop, but like individual stands, kind of like flea market style, are packed so tight that they might like. There's like a natural formation that if you wanted to hop left or right, you would actually have to like take time and movement to and use your action to get over. Okay. Stuff, but so, there is no walls concealing everything. Because what I want to do right now. Mm-hmm. Is I want Isaac wants to one he's gonna yell at fucking Tommy for fucking stealing that goddamn piece of bread his that sweet roll and number two he wants to run and run along the like if if I can run along that vertical like a vertical surface there and then roundhouse kick the guy right square in the face or like so if it's yeah, possible. I, 
Well, well, flourish is there's not no set walls that you're running up on, but you're up on top of the shell, up on top of like the stands and some of like the bigger like carts and like. I'm just um, like kicking myself off of beams. <laughs> yeah, like like you're jumping, you're jumping from table to table, and at the last moment where you're like, man, I wish there was a wall here that I could run up uh, along. There is enough of a uh, cart that you can get a vertical, horizontal like jump off of if you want to throw a kick. Yeah, and so I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna kick him, and okay. then I'm going to expel uh, one of my key, one of my key, to okay. then after I land, to then give him a good old a punch in the gut, and then bring my my right arm around and just hit him. Create like bam bam. Sweet. So three shots. Um, there, Make attack rolls. That three piece and a biscuit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> now nah, the biscuit and then three piece. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a sixteen plus nine for the foot, Hit. and then twenty for the first hand. Hit. God damn, dude. I'm fucking this guy up. Uh, and then I have a 17 for this for the second fist. So bring, that hits well. bringing it right back around. All right. Sweet. So then damage. We are doing Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and then thirteen plus twelve. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Total damage. Total damage. Dang! All right. Yeah. He's looking hurt. He was not expecting. <laughs> he was there. Kick a couple punches. Fist. You see him keel over. And then I'd say, throw a fucking dagger at me again. <laughs> Aren't the fists considered magical now too? They are. They are. Yeah. Awesome. All well, right. yeah, yeah. Any, yeah, dude. That's what. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> next up, you see the woman next to you. Uh, she looks over, and she actually, uh, it's her turn next. She begins to make um two swipe attacks at you. And they are, let's see, multi-attack. Was it take two attacks? One, all right, yeah, so she ta- actually takes a multi-attack, so it's one swipe with her hand, and she's going to 13 plus 6, so it's 19 to hit. That hits. Takes a hit. It is um, 8 damage. Okay. And then her second attack, she actually then see this hooded cloak kind of come down. And you see her uh, mouth open up, and you see these two uh, fangs grow. And she goes to take a bite into you. And it is a 16 to hit. Woo, baby. Did she hit? No, holy crap. She almost. Woo. She tried to bite me, Quincy. She tried to bite me. (laughs) You see him fight straight down. And uh, she misses, and she looks at you now, and you can kind of see her hand that you saw her shoot the Eldritch Blast out the last turn start to glow again and it is now 
Uh, Quincy, your turn. All right, so I'm on the ground, correct? Correct. How far am I from them? You're 30 feet. I'm 30 feet. So I stand up. I have 15 feet of movement, mm-hmm. right? Yes. All right, so I am going to run up 15 feet. Um, okay. Blowing the horn, is that a free action? It's a free action, yeah. All right, so I'll grab the horn off my waist and blow into it as commanded. Um, and I'm going to take my crossbow out and attempt to shoot this bitch in the eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, make an attack roll. All right, so I just have to make sure that I have this right. It is... Wow, that's crazy. Be, I'm like playing this high as a character is insane. All right, so let's see. The first bolt, that's a 19 plus 12. So that is 31. Hits. Yeah. So I hit her, you know, I don't know, wherever you want. Where uh, where are you aiming for, for a hit like that? Where were was, you aiming? I was aiming straight for her face, just like right in her nose. So just roll damage first. All right. That's because that's like, that high of a hit. That was a called shot. <laughs> right. Two. All right. Let me find the right die for this bad boy here. Well, is it a bolt or is it a is it a full on arrow? It's a it's a bolt because okay. it's a crossbow, okay. so it's smaller. Okay. All right. So, let me. I believe it's not heavy, so it's a one d eight. I believe or one d ten. A heavy would be one d twelve, right? Sure. Uh, Offhand, Wait. I don't know crossbow crossbow uh, bolts. If one of you guys have a book in them, I have it. Right I got here. it right here. No sweat. Crossbow hand one d six. Crossbow heavy one d ten. Okay. So was I thinking longbow one d eight? Yeah, I was. Okay. So this one would be regular crossbow. It is a one d six. Okay. Cool. And then my proficiencies added to that would be it's going to be some RA damage, I guess. Go for it. All right. Oh, so that's a six plus four, so that's ten. <clears throat> and then, no, yeah. So that's ten damage right there. Um, and then I am going to for my second attack. I am going to use. I'm going to expend a superiority die and use um, commanding strike. So I yell to Isaac. And I yell, I say, yo, keep beating that dude's ass. (laughs) And uh, what it does is, sorry, I got to get back to fighter. You're good. Uh, What it does is basically it forgoes one of my attacks and gives him his attack plus uh, a D10 added to his damage. On his next attack or he gets the attack? He gets the attack now. All right, Isaac, go roll for an attack on that. Oh, it's so I don't want to kill him. No key. I don't no want to point. I don't want to kill no him. Point. Yeah, this is just a straight up like. Do I attack. have? Do I have to attack to kill him? Because I don't want to kill this guy. I want to try and. No. I want to try and capture him. I mean, yeah, you, you can, can say it's in the rules. You can state that you know you can beat him. Like you have to state it before you do it. Is yeah. it like? All right, I want to beat him into unconsciousness. Yeah, yeah. So Isaac's Isaac is is Isaac has an intuition that this guy is in charge of her. She reacted way too quickly, so he wants him. And I'm gonna. So my goal is to either incapacitate him or get him low enough where he's gonna, 
and then try and get him to surrender. So um, I guess what I'm going to do then is just go for some low blows and get him right in the gut, maybe kick him in the freaking dong, you know? Some, go for it. Sometimes real it quick, works. Um, <laughs> real quick, your uh, commanding strike, do, does he get a full action turn, or is it just a quick attack? Uh, the maneuvers are presented in alphabetical. Sorry. All right, commander okay. strike. When you take the attack action on your turn, you can go one of your attacks and use a bonus action to direct one of your companions to strike. When you do so, choose a friendly creature who you can see or hear and expend one superiority die. The creature can immediately use its action it in action to make one weapon attack, adding their superiority die to the attack's damage roll. I would take that as a, as a one at- weapon attack, so just one straight punch then. I guess like a quick, like, just boom, punch. Okay, cool. Um, Because you guys are so high level at... And with this, if you wish to, I'll let you use a key point on the punch. But it is a single attack. Oh no, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. In fact, okay. I th- I like. I have. I know I haven't used very much of my key, but I want mm-hmm. like it's. I think it's it's noticeable that I'm starting to be like drained a little. Okay. I don't have to use my key very often. Mm-hmm. I'm a very good talker. Not really, but <laughs> apparently I'm not a good combat person either. So uh, that's a, an 11. No, wait, 9, 10, 9, 10, 11, 12 to hit. 12, I'm pretty sure does not. 12 does not hit. No. no. Nope. That's okay. That's all right. It's okay. Um, It is now, it is now the uh, gentleman's turn. Ooh, I still got one more attack. Oh, you do? Oh, yes. never mind. Sorry, you go then. So I am going to, as he was uh, swinging on her, I am going to raise the crossbow again and attempt to fire another bolt. Go for it. So get that D6 out of here. Uh, 14 plus 12 would be 26. That hits. So that's a hit. That is uh, 7 damage. Damage and you're at uh, at the at the woman, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that will uh, I'll take the shield off of my back and get it onto my arm. Take the sheet. Oh, so you're gonna have the shield out. Oh, now. you're done yes. on the shield. Yeah, done on the shield. All right, cool. So you got the shield out. You're getting ready for it. Yeah. Um, are you and, using uh, movement to run it all or not? Nah? Or did you already move up? I, I have moved up already. You already yes. moved up. Okay. So, for my bonus action, that would be my shield, pulling my shield. To okay, no problem. And uh, um, that would end my turn there. All right, uh, the gentleman in the 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 male figure in the in the cloak turns around after getting punched. Punches <laughs> 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 kind of looks up at you, Isaac, and he uh, he takes a da- he takes a the dagger that he had just caught from you and goes to take a swipe at you. No. Um, it is a 15 plus 7, so 22. To hit? Oh, that's a hit. Mm-hmm. And um, then it does... I do want you to know I do have purity of body. What is that? Um, I am immune to disease and poison. Lovely. Thank you. Yes. I love I didn't. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> have that picked up. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. And, uh... At that it will say you do you take see, but it doesn't do anything to the damage so no no um 
as the dagger comes out and swipes at you, it does uh, seven damage. And then because you had distracted yourself by attacking the other woman, it, you take an additional 4d6 sneak attack damage. What? I was attacking him. <laughs> That's all right. Yep. Though. That's well, no, I thought, no. I was attacking uh, you punched... him, him in the gut. Oh, you were? Yeah, but that's okay. Oh. No, no, I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, not even, well, no, regardless. He, he He's the rogue, so uh, with her next to you. Yeah, yeah, he gets sneak parry. attack. Yeah, so it's uh, eight, and then, so an additional 14 damage on top of that seven. Oh! God yeah, damn! It's all right. I'll be up there next turn. So 21 damage? It just... <laughs> Yo. And then uh, he's going to, let's say. See, he's going to throw that. He then uh, is going to grab another dagger from another pocket and launch one at you, um, Quincy. Okay. 15 plus 7, so 22. Yeah, that absolutely hits me. (laughs) And then uh, you are not surprised by that one so that is just uh straight seven damage okay okay yes sir um and then we'll say he uses a second action to um disengage so he can't take he uh uses disengage and he begins to uh look at the tiefling going hurry we must run we must we must get out of here and you can see they uh start to he starts to turn to like back away it is, is he now. Like, is he breaking? He, he's break. He's using disengage, so um, he d- cannot be. Uh, so I can't. As, I can't as a cunning, he's using the cunning action, so he can't be attack. Uh, be attacked right. as okay. a reaction. Goddamn rogue. As he backs out of it, he's not out of combat fully, but he used that to get out out of your way. Um, Isaac, your turn. Quincy, grab him, and then I, I. Oh man, I wanna like fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna punch him to incapacitate him. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick his ass again. Another yeah, go for another it. three hits. Boom. Blo- was it flurry of blows? <laughs> yeah, flurry of blows. Right or no? Uh, no, that's the key point. Was it just three? You get three attack actions, right? Actually, actually, here's what I'm gonna do. Okay. So well no because I get one and then so and then I get my bonus so these are used as bonus actions the oh, flurry okay. of blows um, do they still have quivering palm in fifth edition um I don't know offhand I've never played as a monk I think they have something uh, in here but. Yeah, they do, but it's that's not. I'm not high enough level for it, but that's okay. Um, There's a. I was just wondering because that shit is crazy. Back in third edition, anyways, it was. Oh shit! I fucked up on my goddamn open hand technique too, but that's okay because I fucked up myself. All right, so what I'm going to do is, so I can, I believe, from the wording of this, I can use this stunning strike and this flurry of blows so shit's about to get even realer than it was all right so let's see let's first throw this first punch twenty one to hit that hits that's so that's the first hit and on that hit it's going to be a uh, so a stunning strike. So I'm using one of my key. 
another one of my key. Uh, okay. So you need to make a constitution saving throw. And you're, you have to beat... Where's the number? I wrote it down. I wrote the fucking number down. Plus five, plus three, five, six, seven, eight, sixteen. He's got to beat sixteen. Fails. Okay, so he is. <laughs> uh... He's stunned. Yeah, so he's yeah he's stunned until until, until stunned. the end of my next turn. You yeah, just jawed his ass. <laughs> that's just one hit. Well, that's just one hit, just to make sure he doesn't yep. run away in between. So, but right. I'm still gonna be trying to knock this bitch out. Because he fucking <laughs> cut me and he tried to poison me, and so um, here comes the flurry. Uh, um, seventeen and seventeen, two seventeens. Hit, hit. Okay, so on one of those, I'm using. So this is manipulating my enemy's key. And so I, I don't have to use my key, but what I want to do is he has so he has to make a deck save. A deck save? Yeah. Which I believe is It's a is... natural one. Ooh, so he gets knocked prone. Knocked prone. So you see this uh guy just after getting jaw just drops to the ground. Yep, and then here's the damage. For okay. all three of the hits. Mm -hmm. Time to fuck your ass up. One, two, three. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Thirteen. Plus twelve is twenty-five. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so another, another twenty-five damage to this guy. Oh my god. But again, it's not to kill. I'm not doing. I'm no, I know. Yeah. Solely just to knock this guy. He, he's on the ground already. So essentially, I throw the three punches real quick. Boom, boom, boom. Light up his face, and he falls prone. Exactly. But I don't know what else is, if he's unconscious yet. So. No, he. No, he is not unconscious yet. God damn he's it! He's looking. He is looking. <laughs> Another one of those. He's gonna get close to being. And then I look at him. I say, "Stay the fuck down." And then I look up at her, and that's the end of my. That's the end of my turn. Um, after you, you see the, uh, woman, um, I think I actually said the names, what is it? Uh, Wanda looks over at you, seeing a little bit of a fear in her eye. She ends up, uh, using one of her actions to shoot an Eldritch Blast right at you. Oh, I forgot she was fucking charging that shit. Yeah, that hit you. What is, what's your AC? Ooh, 17. Yeah, she hit. Oh, her the the twenty roll was a fourteen plus proficiency okay. in attack, so yeah. you get hit with that, and um, it's gonna do. Oh, dude, I might again. I might get hurt here. I know you may. Four seven. Ten eight four seven fifteen twenty five hit points. Just another one because it's just right right in front of you. She turns around, just boom, launch and hit you with that. And then uh, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Okay, I I got this. I got this. Don't don't crit fail it like me. Oh, seven, eight, ten. God damn it. 
you get knocked back uh, 10 feet or, or not really 10 feet. You get knocked back, I guess, realistically be like five to six feet, depending on which, uh, how close you were to them. But you get knocked back up to like the stall that's behind you that you currently see everyone just kind of closing up and wrapping up. You currently are hearing people shout and scream and you start to hear other horns being answered as more guards are showing up. Yeah. But you guys are deeper into this and they're trying to maintain and calm panic right now. Yeah. Um, with that, you also, uh, I need you to make a perception check right now because she is about to try and uh, dip out and disappear into the crowd. God damn it. Oh, Jesus Christ. The net one <laughs> comes out. You to... lost eyes when you got knocked. You could have swore you saw a plume of smoke, and you look back, and she's slowly disappearing. Like, you don't know if she disappeared into smoke, if she dropped a smoke pellet, if she just met, like got away. You don't know what happened. You just lost sight of her completely. Your turn, oh, Quincy. Um, I'll say you see her do this, and you see her um, drop, uh, like, trying to throw something to the ground, and you don't know if it was an object, a magical object, or if it was just an ability. And you start to see her uh, disappearing into smoke. So she's 15 she is, feet away from you, though. She so she's totally backing out. From what you can see, she's disappearing into the crowd. Like... She's not gone yet, but she's in the she's in the uh, she's in the the process of disappearing. Oh, so uh, he he rolled uh, the natural one, so he, he right. Isaac doesn't see anything with the natural one, right. but uh, you being like shooting her and keeping eye on her. I'm assuming you're not breaking concentration, but you did see her throw a little discreet, uh, um, little pebble of sorts that kind of poof, smoked up ninja dust style, and she's kind of just fading out. Uh, I'd say you could still kind of see a vague body shape. Like, if you were to run up, you probably could get to her. Okay, but... so I say, not on my sundial, bitch, and I uh, charge forward 15 feet into, uh, you know, closing the range into uh, hand-to-hand combat with her. Can I have and, make uh, a constitution saving throw? Okay. I'm feeling... Let's see. My constitution... You're a fighter, okay. so shouldn't be that yeah, bad. Yeah, so it's it's beefy. All right, that's uh plus nine, uh twenty. Okay, not you. You see nothing happen. It's it's just <clears throat> you're you're coughing through some stuff, but and you start to feel something kind of enter your throat, like almost like a like almost like a strainness, <clears throat> but you cough it off and just kind of <clears throat> just kind of overcome it. Whatever whatever it was was hitting you, it's just kind of just fading off. More trouble than you're worth. And I'll say, uh, you do see her kind of in front of you, uh. It, it, because her, the majority of her body is in smoke. I'd say she's got uh, half coverage, so you can attack with normal. But I'm saying there's a penalty to attacking her, just because right. the the visual to see her. Unless you like get up with her and you can grab her when you attack her, but you have to make the action to grab her to attack her without a penalty. So how would you like me to proceed proceed on attacking her then? What do you want to do? And I'll tell you kind of how, what, what uh, give me some options gonna, of what you want to. I was going to bash her with my flail. Um, okay. If you want to just swing at her without trying to like grab purchase of her, you can make a regular attack roll. It's just, I'm giving a negative uh, five to the hit. Okay. If you want to take an action to kind of grab at her, hold purchase, 
you can do that if you want to. Right. I'm just thinking, uh, yeah, you know what? I will, I will, uh, I'll try to get a hold of her, I guess. Okay. So what would you like me to do? So, so basically, um, what do you get? Three attack actions. We'll say that with your I theory, three attack actions. And I have a, uh, action surge. All right. You don't have to use the action surge. I'd say out of the three attack actions, you have to use one to grab purchase of her. More or less in anger, like you grabbed her as part of it. Part of it, so okay, you have to grab contact with her. All right. So, would you like me to roll for it? Oh yeah, go go. If you're going to attack her, just hit her with a straight because you're uh, putting your hand on her, and then you go to hit her. So okay. straight so roll, not, like normal. I'm not rolling to put my hand on her. I'm just rolling. No, no, no. Attack. You no, you can grab her. It just uses one of your okay. actions to grab her. That's gotcha. What. All right. Well, I'm gonna grab her by her shoulder, and I am just pull up and clutch onto her. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Ooh. Wait, nope. I'm gone. Hold on. Give me it's one okay. Second. I'm coming back. I had to plug my phone in because it was dying, but the charger is... All right. Do I still look all right? Yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. So uh, I am going to use my um, <clears throat> attack here to just try to put my flail directly into her face. And that is a 22 hit Deal some uh, damage. my superiority die which would be a 1d10 on top of the uh, 1d8 and blah, blah blah go for it so got it here and then a 1d8 so let me roll the 1d8 and then mm-hmm. add that so all right so that was a four plus five so that's nine damage on a flail hit and then Okay, that's better. So that's an eight for the damage. So what? That's eight plus nine. That is fifteen. Wait, eight plus seven, seventeen. That's seventeen. Sorry. So seventeen damage on the first hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am going to just bring my mace back again and just swing and attempt to hit her in the same exact place in the face. Okay. Uh, that was a crit. Um. So that is. How do you do crits? Are you do homebrew crits or do you do uh, rules as written? Uh, rule, rules is written. You you crit you crit. Uh, double the damage. Add your was it? Do you double it before or after proficiency is written? I th- I think you double it, and but you only add proficiency to one of the die. I always I thought that um, it's just you double your damage die is all. So I would double my superiority, and I would double my attack is all. That'll be fun. Let's do that. All right. Why? How do you guys normally do it? I I've actually never had someone uh, crit with a fighter with the superiority die. So the way I was understanding, um, as far as kind of like the uh, or like with uh, <clears throat> barbarians when they when they do a brutical, you just double the damage die, not the proficiency. Add it on top of it, I think. But... Yeah, no, the, pr- the yeah, proficiency the would stay the same. You just get an extra damage die. Is all, yeah. So, so you d- yeah. you double the damage, add the proficiency, and then add the additional damage on top of it. But I mean. Yeah. So yeah. I if, you want, if you want to have fun to d- double the superiority, d- superiority die, go with it. I think yeah, the outcome I mean, that's of this. How we've always done it is we uh, like say if you crit on a sneak attack, you would get the crit like instead of uh, like three d six, you would get sixty six on the attack. Yeah, go for yeah, crit all crit all the damage. Go for it. I'm okay. Right, I'm okay cool. with that. So that would be two d eights. Then I'll roll them first. Uh, a seven and a one. That's <laughs> that's uh, so. That would be eight plus five, so thirteen, I believe. Okay. 
And then let me roll the superiority dice here. Nice. One and two. Uh, that is a nine and a seven. So nice. so sixteen. Sixteen plus what was what I rolled before? Um, eight plus thirteen. So thirteen plus nine and seven, sixteen. So sixteen plus thirteen would be twenty nine. And uh. I had to forego one of my attacks, but fuck it. I'm going to action surge and try to smash your face again. Go with it. Now, with the action surge, you also get now three more. Now, you get oh the full God, set of dude, attacks he's again. He's going to kill her. He's going to so, kill her. <laughs> yeah, I'm enraged that she embarrassed me in front of my new mentor. So, I am just smashing her face in. <sighs> so, uh, that's another crit. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so I'm I'm not I did not use a superiority die that time though, so um just D eights. Okay. <sighs> uh so that is a eight and a five, so that is thirteen? Thirteen, yeah, thirteen plus another five on top of that, which would make that an eighteen. As you uh, see this Sorry, surge ahead. of just adrenaline rush into your body. He's just, How do you want to do it? He is just smashing. What did her I kill her? Yeah. In, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no, I just yeah. like I just clutched even harder, and I look her dead in her face. So I just You see these fangs now coming in. Yeah, I just pull back and I just oh wail the fucking flail right into her face and just turn it into like oh my a bowl of soup. And then I just oh. take her dead body, throw it into the stand. Was she dead? Like, and then oh, dude, dude, limp body went limp. Face oh, is crumbled in. Just no! blood is just. <laughs> oh my and then God. she went down. And then for my two extra attacks, oh, I just kick her in the fucking ribs twice. Oh, he's kicking her. He's make down. a strength. Make a make of just pure strength with your modifier. Okay, cool. Uh, seven plus five, so seven, eight, nine, ten. You 11, you 12. hear bones go. <laughs> and then and I'll even say you cool. even see it. Again. Oh, second kick. And the oh, second shit. kick is 13 plus 5, so even... Where you felt the one snap after the first kick in the ribs, you now see a bit of a bone just come out of the one other side. And then uh, I spit on her as a free action. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I turn over and begin to help my partner because I think we'd be five feet with each other now, right? 100%, yeah. You, you guys yeah. are right next to each other now. So I get my shield ready, I'm just, like, and I'm swinging my mace, and this dude's on the ground, and I'm just ready to beat his ass. I had my oh. turn. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> he's not... He is still stunned. Isaac, your turn. Because <laughs> we had to skip the other guy's turn. <laughs> you stunned him last round. I know. And it's, he's stunned until the end of this round now. Oh, my or God. Or until the end of this turn. End of my turn, yes. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, holy shit. Uh, six seconds. <laughs> how do I... How do I... Six seconds. Um, I'm just going to, like, look at uh, Quinn <laughs> um, in, like, just absolute... Or Quincy, sorry. Just, like... It's okay. 
God damn, Quincy. <laughs> Sorry, it's got my blood going. I seen the way she hits you. Didn't like it. I had to have you back. I'm just gonna tie up. I'm gonna tie up. Uh, what's his name? We got his name though, don't we? Miss. Uh, yes. You have Miss it. Croft. I don't. Miss Croft. Miss Croft. Yes. All right, Miss Croft. <laughs> He's like looking sore and just bound up. I mean, how are you tying him up? I'm assuming this is down oh, in the street. Hog, you guys have got oh, him bundled hog up. Tying him. Hog tying this guy. Are we still on initiative? Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. I mean. Okay. I don't, I He's mean, stunned and wrapped up. So I'm hoping we can just for sake of you guys, you guys can take turns of what you want to do. But as of right now, he can't do nothing. All right. I lay the, I lay his dead friend with her face facing him on the ground. <laughs> oh, God. One second. Quincy, 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 Quincy. We can't do this right here. We can't do this right here. All right. You carry Dude, her. They were going to take children. Listen, you carry her. I'm going <laughs> to what's left of her. And I'm going to just drag. We're going to go. All right, just follow me. You all got right. it. So I grab her we're by the back him, of her hair. We're taking her back, just... yep. back to the to to the the station, all right? I launch her over my shoulder by grabbing her from the back of her hair and just throw her over my shoulder. Is, is, and... it, is, it, is it good to drag this guy? Like, is combat over? I just, I just want to clear. Oh, yeah, no. Combat, combat is over. And by this point, you now see the rest of uh, other night guards have showing up and kind of common everyone and they're looking at you and they're Quincy they're looking at you and they're like fucking new guy I'm the new oh. guy I had to make an impression it's like prison oh. if you're either gonna be the food or you're gonna be the person that eats I'm gonna be the person that eats in this precinct <laughs> damn it and everyone's just like alright and you actually see the um the dragonborn that was supposed to go home Hearing the horn, he knew that he had to answer it. He he couldn't get away with that one. And even then, he sees you kind of like slinging her over your back, and just like, and you start seeing a clap between some of the other nikers. Like, nice new meat. Calm down. They're guys. just like they're they're excited. <laughs> like oh, I'm oh. just telling everybody to take it easy. All right. At least they're calming down, but like, they were not expecting this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We gotta let. Listen, we got. This is we we did a good job, Quincy. I'm ta- so as I'm talking to Quincy as we're walking back, we did a good job. But listen, we can't be that that uh, that cr- that crazy. You cut out. I yeah, couldn't hear. Him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, that was you did good. I appreciate you saving my life back there, or, or uh, attempting to save my life. Um, I mean, I I'm hurt. I'm hurting. I'm gonna be honest with you. I am hurting. But uh, l- listen. Uh, we gotta. You know. It, we can't take we can't take the law in our hands. I mean, like we are lawmen, but we're not the ones that you know. We don't get to to do that kind of. We we gotta let the uh, we gotta let the courts decide if they live or die. But good job, good job. Quincy kind of nods. I said, I'll uh, I'll go a little easier next time. Just wanted to make sure you were safe. I mean, I you hey. Were- don't you don't go don't go easy. Just be be tactical about how uh how much face smashing you, you do. Oh my God. <laughs> so, but I mean, as, so you guys are heading back to the station? Yeah. yeah and, I'm gonna be walking behind him just staring this man in the eyes the whole time as I we're drag. walking back to the station. 
I'm dragging this guy too. Like I got the like I'm like dragging him. He's on the ground, hogtied. I have a rope that's just like I'm walking, carrying, and like dragging him. Yeah. Quincy, I want you to make a um, perception check. Sure. Because uh, at this time right now, uh, people are clearing aside. You're dragging a, a criminal back to the station. There. As far 19. as everyone else knows, you guys just did good. What you rolled? Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Um as you guys end up you're about a block away from the station, you look over <clears throat> and you notice uh Miscroft looking frantically, trying to he's trying to figure out what's what to do, what where to go from next. And you actually catch his eyes glance over at a uh at a shop. And at the side of the shop, right out in the front door, you see a poster. The Blood King, one night only, and uh, and below it says featuring into the Fey, and on it you see a a uh, a large bulky elf with like white robes, kind of like flourishing around him, um, big like tight leather black chaps, and he's holding a microphone that looks almost like a dragon's head and then it just kind of it is suspended in air as he's singing into it and i'll show you guys from my phone for a little bit of uh inspiration of where i handed up uh picturing this guy to look like i was thinking somewhere between motley crew and alice cooper something similar something very very much uh leathery 80s not so metal um, like I'm gonna show you what he looks like. Like Twisted Sister. Oh, meatloaf. Perfect. Got some, got some meatloaf. Perfect. Is uh, kind of what you see. You see this big, large, bulking, hulking elf with his big ears tipped off and uh, colorful, like glittery, glammy-looking teeth, like. They're fake, like fake fangs into it with like blood dripping down it. And uh, you see it. It says the infinity sphere tonight, tomorrow, or uh, marked for tomorrow's date. So would Quincy then connect the dots with. Uh... All right. Because mm-hmm. Isaac and Quincy didn't discuss, you know, any of what uh, Isaac knew. So uh, yeah. I can't. I kind of just silently put the dots in my head as I catch his gaze going back to it. And um, I just continue to monitor, make sure he's not going to try to slip out of his hog tie or anything like that. And uh, I have my flail just unhilted in my hand, and I'm just swinging it, whistling. All right. And so you guys are on your way back to the station, and uh, I think we're going to leave ourselves off for there. As we walk into the station, uh, Quincy, you're whistling, swinging your flail, enjoying the first night out on the job. Uh, yeah. Isaac, how are you wrapping up until next time? Um, So, like, a- I mean, as we're walking, like, I'm doing a uh, kind of, like, like a, I'm, I'm be- like, quietly, like, inner, like, med- meditation while I'm walking to actually heal myself. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to leave us off. We're at our current health points. I figured, uh, as a DM, like out, like med- like outside of the game, fourth wall break. 
you guys will end up having a short rest. There's uh, this is where we're leaving off. So you guys are gonna come back in full rest. And if you want to, like thematically, you're taking you're taking a short rest while walking. That's no problem. Okay. Well, I mean, I wasn't even do because I wasn't I was considering it more of an action, which is the wholeness of body. Because I can oh. I can I have an ability that I can heal myself uh, three, so equal to three times my monk level. So it would be. 30 plus 15 45 health points sweet you healed up you feel you're feeling uh more centered in the uh the blood rush of everything happening happened so quick people don't realize how fast six seconds can actually be in combat yeah um i think that guy's i think i actually want to want 12 seconds not six <laughs> that combat <laughs> lesson was very quick but well i mean i was like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're you're a Bruce Lee and the, the shit out of that man. Oh hell yeah, man! Uh, so and you guys, as I walk in, I say, just to end it, I got him, Captain. <laughs> hey, there we go. Put him in the friggin' cell. We'll see him in a minute. Oh yeah, and, I got uh... a surprise too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we're gonna let's leave it at, let's leave it at that that is great that was awesome guys uh you found a little bit more proof of some vampires isaac you attempted to get bit, you you almost got bitten yeah, yeah that was crazy so now you see that no she went to go bite me yeah i don't know if, i don't know if you noticed if they were fangs or not but i don't think there's much of a face face left to check now me i think i definitely noticed but I haven't noticed. I'm gonna talk to Quinn about it. I'm gonna talk to Quincy yeah. about it next time. I'm gonna go in detail about my. I have a whole, like one of those like, like I said, noir style. Like I got a whole like uh, conspiracy theory charts. Yeah, exactly. Like like always sunny, dude. Like I got the yeah. red lines going everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. So you're coming over. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much, everyone, listeners. Uh, thank you for putting up with this. Uh, I don't even know what we capped at at time. What are we at, like three hours now? Three hours. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. Nice. I was trying not to rush it, but uh, uh, it was like, good. I can't just throw combat. Like, you guys got to get there. I think it was super right. fluid. I think it was very good. Yeah, good? it felt good. It felt awesome. really good. I'm glad you guys had fun. I had fun running it. I kind of tried to step back and let you guys evolve naturally. And hopefully the listeners and everyone watching this right now on our YouTube and our Facebook and at the network website, uh, let us know what you think. Send us an email at podcasters at podcasters, tabletop gaming at gmail.com. It'll be either me or Greg uh, picking up the response from that. You can either go to our Facebook page as well and follow us like us on there go to the network facebook page follow us like us go to the instagram share around basically social media get to us let us know what you think and off camera i want to be talking to these two to see if there's any uh any special uh documents or little tidbits that maybe we could share some pictures of to show a little bit of a another layer to this story for uh instagram post but i'm your host for today dungeon master anthony Get me on social media. Follow the network. Please follow, support Brad and Paul. They have uh, some incredible Twitch and YouTube stuff. Guys, once again, let everyone know where they can go and follow your uh, work at. Well, you could check I'll me. Let you go first, buddy. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it so much. You could uh, you could <laughs> check me. 
You guys can check me out at www.twitch.tv backslash comsnake. I just stream a bunch of video games. I have a YouTube as well, comsnake, C-O-M-M-S-N-A-K-E. Uh, I don't put much out there right now. Planning on hopefully stepping it up, and hopefully I'll be putting a lot of stuff like this out there. That'd be really cool. So, That's the plan. That's oh, the plan yeah. for us. Down to Ball. this guy. All right. Well, um, I just recently took my shop down for the time being because I was just having people trolling and Russian hackers. So I'm just selling for my Facebook account at the moment. So you can find my work. I have uh, photos and things like that and, um, you know, pictures of a lot of the things I make for Tabletop. Um, you can find me at Paul Space Rooster Space Sauter, S-A-U-T-E-R. Um, just send me a friend request or look through my, my profile is public and send me a message. If you're interested in anything, I take, um, I take on all challenges from boards going by two feet by two feet to 10 feet by six feet and anything in between. Uh, if you're interested in board during the quarantine, um, you can check out my YouTube channel. It is Yarl Greedle, J-A-R-L space G-R-E-E-D-O. And I do a lot of Let's Plays of RTSs and other things like that. Awesome, awesome. I'll tell you guys, I uh, end up checking out one of your, uh, <clears throat> for all the listeners and viewers right now watching this, I did check out Paul's uh, one video of, man, was it Rome? Uh, yeah, Total Legion. War Rome 2. Oh, oh yeah, a Legionary's Life, yes. Yeah, a Legionary's Life was a pretty, is a pretty cool game, but... um. I had died, and some of the people that were watching were like, "Try something else." So I, uh, I took a vote on um, on a gaming platform. Gameheads United is uh, a group I'm part of, and uh, it's a uh, 716 base. But we got about 10,000 members. Um, they voted for me to play as Epirus in a Total War uh, Rome 2 campaign. So currently releasing episodes Monday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday for the um, Rome 2 campaign so tune in and watch if you're bored it's it's fun you can just get to hear me cuss and get frustrated and get killed a lot why awesome. not awesome dude that's that's great uh make sure guys check them out follow their content hit them up for some commission and some uh work if you're interested but till next time keep rolling <laughs>